from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto. One, two, Yes. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. Chain Smokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carter. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. I Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. Uh, you okay? Oh, yeah, no, I'm great. I'm just looking for this. We got a tweet. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Uh, from uh, Cassandra Eldon. Okay. Uh, can you please do a segment called Science with Maury on the Raza Mocha Show? <laughs> Just listen to his explanation on, I don't even know what this is. Millet was shine? What is that? And I feel very educated. What is that? I think it's that um, one time where I uh, was trying to explain melatution, the thing in your body that you that puts the, the pills you take to help you sleep. Oh, melatonin. Yes. Oh, yes, melatution. Oh, now I know what she's talking about. Okay, yes. I just heard his explanation on melatution, and I feel very educated is what she said. Uh, okay, so science with Maury. So let's go through some just very basic science terms. How did you do in science in school, Maura? Um, I passed because the teacher had a crush on my dad. Wow. TMI. It's truth. <laughs> also, Donna, uh, <laughs> damn it, Maury, stepmom, cover your ears. Yeah. How, uh, how well did you pass? Oh, I got an A. Wow, she really loved your dad. <laughs> Must have been that mustache. Uh, Maury, let's go through some just basic science terms, and we will get you to explain those to the people that may not know. Scientifically. Scientifically, that may not know what these sort of basic science terms are. Understood. Okay, so let's start with, uh, Maury, uh, let's start with hypothesis. Okay, hypothesis um, if I'm not mistaken, is the dish that you use when you want to blend materials together? Uh, say again? The hypothesis dish? The hypothesis dish. <laughs> or the hypothesis dish. Hypothesis? <laughs> right. Sure? Yeah. No, it's not. No, hypothesis is different from the hypothesis dish that you do mix things in. Also, I think called the Petri dish is what you were trying to think of, right? Yes, so I the, think so. Yeah, so the hypothesis dish is different than the Petri, Petri dish. Petri, Petri, Petri. So what is a hypothesis? Hypothesis, hypothesis. Yeah. Extinct for about 8 million years. <laughs> right? It's not a dinosaur, man. It's not man. a dinosaur. Oh. Hypothesis. Have you ever heard somebody say, what's your hypothesis? No, but is it similar to hypotenuse? No. Okay. So the, the hypothesis would be, I guess, like your... Um, your prediction given variables of An what experience... Guess. Okay. I thought that was hypotenuse. That's okay. Okay. Maury, mm -hmm. uh, what is um, placebo? Oh, placebo. Is that not... Um, I think I can say this on the radio. Is the thing that... Is it the, the stuff... Your baby's first poop? No. <laughs> okay. Are you talking about placenta? I think so. Also, not your baby's first poop. <laughs> oh, my god, Maury, what's placenta? I thought it was your baby's first poop. Okay. Is the placenta then the stuff that comes out that your baby's smeared in? <laughs> uh, oh, my God. No. Are, yeah. are you sure you want to do Fair enough. a segment called Science with Maury? Okay, Maury. Placebo. What is placebo? Oh, placebo. Oh, oh, yes. oh, 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 oh. Is that the thing? Like if, if you take a pill, but it's yes. not a pill, but you take the pill? 
if you, so you take a pill, but it's not the pill, but you take the pill. I'm actually going to give that one to you. Okay. I'm actually going to give that one to you. It's a, it's a fake treatment. Okay. Right? So it is made to sort of uh, the like psychological if I say, effects. Take these pills, of, it'll make you happier. Meanwhile, yes. you think it is, but all it is is just nothing. Right. And that is called the placebo effect. It just tricks okay. your brain. It not what your baby's smeared in. Not what your baby is smeared in at <laughs> all. All that placebo. Uh, Maury, how do you calculate mean? Oh, not happy. No? (laughs) (laughs) Maury, how do you calculate mean? When I say the... the, M-E-A-N. What? M-E-A-N? I didn't say how to spell it. No, but I'm trying to, like, you said mean. Yes. How do you calculate mean? Right. Like the, okay, well, I'm just going to, my hypotenuse is that it's... (laughs) I guess how Settle angry there, you cowboy. are okay. at somebody. <laughs> Excuse me? Like how angry you are at somebody. A meter of anger. A meter of anger. <laughs> okay. <laughs> how many meters of anger would it take to be at your like your ultimate level of anger? Oh, like oh, the like highest. A, good question. Ten on the mean. What's that? Ten on the mean. Oh, yes. Ten. Okay. So ten. So you're measuring mean by like, meters. Like the mean meter. Mean right. meter. Okay. So the mean meter would say ten. <laughs> Okay, so the meanometer would say ten. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and then ten would be like really Dude, mean. Dude, you're super mean. Okay. Like, what did I do to you? What the f? Okay, so okay. so so what? Like a, like a normal say person in your relationship at home with your yeah. husband. Matthew's about a five. Matthew's <laughs> five. <laughs> Matthew's the, a five on the meanometer. On the meanometer. So uh-huh. so in order to calculate mean, you first have to uh, figure out the meanometer. Yes. Okay. So you you measure mean by meters. Meter. meter. Yeah. Okay. And no? okay. No, not at all. Uh-huh. Um, but I oh, loved it. Was it. So to tell. I saw the look in his eye. He was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I'm right." I can't believe I'm right. Okay, what do we got here? Um, uh, oh, Maury, what's a control group? Oh, control like a bunch of people that get together and tell you what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh. Yeah, we'll give that to you. Although completely wrong. Science no? with Maury. Science with Maury. No, the control group is the group that you would of anything that you're doing that you would keep there that would not get the treatment of the things that you are so trying to experiment. Not the people behind the glass on. that watch you when you're doing something. No, these people are part of the experiment. It's not people, by the way. It could be anything. Oh snap! Like a group of apples, say. Really? Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. Who's this? Hi, it's Kristen. How are you, Kristen? Good. Oh, my God. You guys kill me. I'm a science teacher, and like Maury's answers, I'm like crying in the car. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) The science with Dan and Maury. Which one out of all those uh, explanations he gave was probably your your most favorite? Um, I... The mean one made me die, but I think where he thought placebo was a thing that was all over a baby. Right, yeah. <laughs> Which is the one that made you shake your head the most? Oh, my God. I think all of them, but yeah. I'm not surprised. I get that from my students, too. Oh, and how old are the students that you teach? I teach high school, so 9 through 12. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, my, my, my favorite uh, my favorite 100% was when we asked Maury what placebo was, and he said, your baby's first oh. poop. <laughs> yep, yep. That, that, that takes the cake, I think. Awesome. Okay. Kristen, we appreciate you so much. Thank you for calling in today. Thanks, guys. You guys are awesome. Yeah, the Ross and Mocha Show podcast. Guys, what the hell, man? We haven't played uh, most charades in a while, shall I'm we? Terrible at it. <laughs> 
And now it's time for the game everybody loves to play. It's like charades, but you make the noise of clues with your mouth. It's mouth charades. So get ready, get silly, and start to make those mouth charades. Okay, so how mouth charades works? It is uh, me, Roz versus Mocha. Uh, damn it, Mori will be the clue giver. Mouth charades, much like traditional charades, only the clues are given exclusively with sound. Yeah. Uh, Mori, please just remind you again: no pantomiming, no hand motions, uh, no body um, actions that may aid in your like clue still, giving. Except mouth. Exactly. Just sound. Just the sound. That's all we need. Uh, I'm historically horrible at this game. Um, I've never won. Never. Uh, Mocha, it is uh, your turn to go first. Mori has all the as it always is. Mori has all the words in front of him. There will be 20 seconds on the clock. Yeah, you're going to hear like a ding to signify that the clock has started. 20 seconds of silence and then a double buzz at the end to uh, signify that the time has run out. I will say too also, Mori's not that good at this. Well, I mean, Mocha seems to be getting them. <laughs> I think I think the whole thing is fixed. To be honest All right, with you. so it's my it's, it's my go, right? One yeah, Mocha word. Your long right. troll job by the two of you. Okay, uh, are we ready, fellas? Yeah. Okay, and the clock starts now. Uh, oh, listening to the radio. The radio. Uh, listening to music. Listening to your iPod. Uh, watching a YouTube video. God, what is that? Did you say watching a YouTube video? Yeah. I don't know. I'm just like... Sure, yeah, man. Just... Uh, oh, God. Freestyle it. What in the heck was that, more? Bongo drums. Oh. <laughs> that was bongo drums? <laughs> All right. Yeah, like you said. Okay, Maury. Okay, Roz, you're oh. next. Are you ready, Dan and Maury? Yeah. Okay, and right. go. That's a real lousy car. That is a um, tugboat. Ding! Oh. Man, you I only got 20. Can I just hold on for a second here? Can you pause? Was the ding significant to the to the thing of what you were doing? Very much so. Okay, if you if they if your thing that you're doing requires a ding, you can't do the ding at 19 seconds when I only have 20 to guess. Well, I clearly set the microwave to 19 seconds. No, you can't do that though. <laughs> but also, what about this? What about this? Beep, 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 beep. Then I would have got microwaves. Yeah. This was mid cooking. No, dude. You know, see, this is why I say that you guys are against me on this. All right. Go ahead, Mocha. Okay. Mocha word. I hate Mocha this word. Game. You're terrible at this, Maury. And go. <laughs> A fart. No. <laughs> Another fart. <laughs> <laughs> A windy fart. What is that? Um. Uh, water flowing, a shower, a uh, bathtub uh, running, uh, a washing oh, machine. You're really good at guessing, by the way. Uh, oh, Toilet flushing. Oh, the toilet flushing. You were so close. Toilet yeah. flushing. Do toilet flushing again? <laughs> Sorry, what was the first part? Pooping. Oh. Oh, was that part of it? Well, I mean, you have to put something in the toilet for it to flush. What about just going? What about just? <laughs> yeah, that's. That, to me, is a toilet flushing. Well, you know, be that as it may. Okay, let me just double check the score, guys. Yep, still (laughs) 0-0. 
right. Next, Rosworth. Am I guessing? Yeah. Oh, God. It's your turn. Ready? Yeah. And go. Excuse me. Um, a drill. Okay. A, a droid. Okay. okay. There's more lip in that one than there was in the first one. Uh, Wally. <laughs> Wally. No? Zipper. <sighs> Dude, you were so on the cusp. You were so on the cusp. Okay, one more, one more. It's my word. Ready? I thought he had one. I really did. I was like really excited. Your clues, for a honestly, dude. Your okay. Clues are the worst. Here we go. Okay, ready? All right, Mocha, in. go ahead. Uh, squeaky bed. Yes. Hey! <laughs> That's Warden for Mocha. Once again, Mouse Rights champion. How do you even know that sound, Maury? You never heard that sound in your life. Oh! I heard it from the neighbor. <laughs> And that's how you play Mouth Charade. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. So my mother got married. Yay! <laughs> Which is a weird thing. I mean, it was beautiful, and I love her to death, and uh, and her new husband, Kevin, is a great man. But it's it's an interesting thing because, you, you know, if you tell somebody when they're younger that you're going to be one day, you know, giving a toast at your mother's wedding, yeah. you just try and put all the pieces together. Like, how the hell are we ever going to get to that point? And, uh, Did you tear up? It was an emotional day, but yeah. I was, yeah, no, and I, and and all all night at the at the at the wedding, everybody was like, "Hey, you're going to talk about this on the radio. You're going to talk about this on the radio." And I I kept saying the same thing over and over again, which which was, I don't know because I don't know how to tell this story. I don't know uh, how to sort of put it all together. Yeah. And so I think the easiest way to do this would just be to get my mom on the phone. So she's on hold. She's on hold more. Okay, she's on hold. Hey, Ma. Somewhere around. Hi, Ma. Hi. Congratulations. Also, don't swear. We're, don't swear. We're on the radio. <laughs> uh, oh my God, we're so happy for you. Congrats. Thank you. How, how are you? Okay. Uh, how, are are you? how are you? How Well, your phone is terrible. <laughs> You've had the worst phone. You've always your whole. Every time they like you, every phone you get that is a new phone, it's the worst than the one before it. <laughs> I, I, I think it's standard that all moms like, are supposed to have I the worst phone. I don't know what phone. you do. Do you hold it the hey, right way? Okay. Okay. Mom. 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 Okay. You have to talk into the bottom of it part, right? Like, don't rest it against your face. No, no, it's not resting against my face. Is that better now? It's a little better. It's a okay. little, just hold it away from your face a little bit. So like your voice does it, your mouth isn't like right on the thing on the end. <laughs> That's Stop, Mocha. That's my mother on the phone. Sorry. Okay. Is that better? What? No, it's not. It's, okay, anyway. Okay, Kevin's going to hold it. Okay, yeah, Kevin, yeah, get, 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 it's a two-person job. Good thing you're married now. You have somebody to help you use a telephone. <laughs> Okay. okay does that help? No, no, it's still <laughs> awful. But anyway, um, uh, so so, how are you today, Ma? Wonderful. Oh, we, I I had a wonderful time. It was it was all all I expected and more. Yeah, it's funny. We were saying before we went to you um, that everybody last night was saying, "Hey, you're going to talk about the wedding on the show," and I had just <laughs> kept saying the same thing, which is, I I I probably will. I just don't know how I'm going to tell it yet. 
you know, because it was okay. it, no, because no, and I'm not I'm not being funny right now, um, just because it was like such a big night. It's a monumental night, and you know, if somebody asks me when you know tells me when I'm a kid that I'll one day be giving a toast at your wedding, you got to kind of go through the process here and figure out how we're going to get to that point. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a weird sort of thing, uh, but in the but in the moment, I you know, um, it was just it was wonderful, and you know, there was just so much you know life. Uh, to get both you and Kevin to that point that it's, as I said, it's inspiring, you know, what both of you guys have gone through. Kevin got both his knees replaced in the past year just so he'd be able to dance at the wedding. Oh, wow, really? <laughs> yeah, you know, and... um and so it was it was really wonderful and and I know we said congratulations to you guys but that would be you know we just wanted to kind of do it publicly on the show. Hey, I have a question for you, Ma. What yeah. did uh can you remember from what is it that that Roz said during his during his toast to you and Kevin? <laughs> Well, he called his mother wicked. That was kind of cool. Yeah. That was funny. <laughs> yeah, but you are wicked. Actually, you know what? It it it, it was an absolutely beautiful toast and I was so so impressed and so proud of what he had to say. It was absolutely wonderful. Here, I'll, I'll tell you. Uh, I'll tell you one thing that I did say. I don't want to go through the whole thing because it's. I think it's too personal. Um, but I will tell you one thing that I that I did say, which is, um, you want the best for your parents. Always want the best for you, of course, right? And then, as, as, yeah. as, when you hit a certain age, you start to want the best for your parents if you feel that there's a chance that they are not living life to its absolute max, which is having all the wonderful things that life has to offer. And one of those things, of course, one of the most important things is somebody who wakes up every day loving you till it hurts. And um, the one thing that I, I love a lot of, I love a lot of stuff about Kevin, my mom's new husband, but the one thing that I, I, I think that I love the most is the way that he looks at my mom. Because oh I can goodness. see the way that he looks at You're my mom. You're trying to make me cry this morning no, or what? because I can see the way that he looks at my mom. And that's what I love. I love Aww, that now dude. my mom has somebody that looks at her the way that uh, the way that Kevin looks at her, which to me is one of the most important things. And that's one of the things that I'm happiest for you about is that you have, you got somebody like that now. Oh, now you're going to make me cry. Right? Uh, <laughs> don't cry. Sweetest guy. Well, Ma, listen, congratulations to, to both you, you and Kevin, Kevin, you are one lucky dude, man. And uh, we know Maury couldn't make it, thank God. Um, but uh, <laughs> but I think that Maury wants to say something to you. I just want to say a huge congratulations. Kevin's one of my absolute favorite people. And I think the two of you are absolutely awesome together. And I adore both of you. And I wish, I really wish that I couldn't, I could have been there. I would have canceled Pride if you invited me. I would yeah, have done a poem. Yeah, you weren't invited, Maury. Like, don't make it sound like you just, you couldn't yeah. go because you were booked up. You weren't invited, Maury. I'm sorry, I had to decline the, <laughs> yeah, the, no, the invitation. No, actually, you weren't, you weren't invited, Maury. Anyway, uh, 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 I love you both and uh, uh, congratulations and uh, to, the, to the to the newlyweds. Thank you, darling. Okay. Thank you so much. Right. Listen, I can't even talk to you. Yeah. Go That's get a new phone. I'm going to tell you something right now. Just pause for one second. I'm going to tell you something right now. If they can give Kevin two knees, two brand new knees, you guys can get a phone that works. Okay. <laughs> love you guys. Oh, we love you too. All right, bye bye. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. And when I do these, okay, there's a lot going on in here right now. There's everybody's getting ready. Okay, so as we had said, um, my kid Roxy wanted to come in and do a joke off 
joke battle with Dammit Maury. And no, Roxy, it's not a battle to the death, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to say good morning, everybody, Rox? Good morning. Okay. How now, are you? Can I take this off? Yeah, of course. Yay. There's a like a cover on the microphone that Roxy does not like. Now, uh, Rox has oh. been Rox has been practicing me. and getting her uh, material together. No, I haven't. Okay, Rox has <laughs> not been practicing and getting her material together. Really overselling. <laughs> You're so funny. Um, <laughs> Uh, oh, you haven't been practicing? Nope. We've been talking about this for months. We've been talking about it for about two weeks. Yeah, two. Okay, so two weeks. <laughs> I want this two weeks is a long time. No, two weeks is a long time. It's it, 14 days. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, I, I didn't That's even know that. a long time. <laughs> okay. Yo, is is that seven back. plus seven, Roxy? Okay. Yes. Okay, so Roxy, what you have your um, you have all your jokes, correct? What's on it? I mean... Rox, stop. <laughs> That's the light that oh. says that when we're when we're on air. Oh. Okay. When the microphones are on, that light always goes on. Yeah. Oh. It sh- it says that uh, that people can hear the show now. Oh. Okay. So uh, you have your you have your book of jokes. Yes. Okay. And uh, Maury's not going to look. Don't worry. Yeah. I got my own jokes that you can't see. Okay, Maury. No uh, no peeking. So. I did, however, it's prepare. It's too small to see. Okay. <laughs> That's what. That, uh, that, <laughs> okay. Small. Okay. Sorry. Okay. It's too it's too small to see. Okay. So what do you need? Uh, what do you need to prepare? Do you need us to play any music for you? Do you want an intro? Do you want Mocha to, uh, to introduce need, both of you? I don't need anything. Okay, who would like to go first in the uh, the, the great joke battle Not with uh, Roxy Rock, and Rock, paper, Maury? scissors for who goes first? Rock, One, paper, two, scissors, three. Shoot. Uh, paper cut, no scissors, cut paper. Okay, Roxy, you go, you go first. No, it I means want, I won. I oh, Maury goes first. <laughs> okay, are you, are you ready? You got your jokes, Rue? Yeah. So Maury's going to read a joke, and then uh, and then Roxy, you will read a joke, and Maury will read a joke, and then you will read a joke, okay. and then the people will judge. Okay. Okay. Who okay. are the people? The people listening, right? Do now. I get my intro? Okay. No, you do no. not. <laughs> okay, so here we go. <laughs> no, here, you do not. You here we get go. An intro. Roxy. Okay, Maury, uh, please. This is a disaster so far, Maury. <laughs> it's yeah, great. Okay, you're already losing. Okay, okay so here we go, uh, Maury, and uh, the stage is yours. All right. When is the best time to go to the dentist? At 2.30. Sometime before 2.30. Oh, no. <laughs> Yo, she just stole your first joke, bro. Okay. New rule. New rule. It's not a question. <laughs> no. Okay. Listen, here's the thing. If you know the answer, Roxy, then you got to give that answer. That's totally fine. That is totally cool. I just did it. <laughs> I just did it. You sure did, girl. Fantastic. Okay, Roxy, your turn. You're up. Why didn't the skeleton jump off the high dive? High dive. Why didn't the skeleton jump off the high dive? I don't know. Why? Because it didn't have the guts. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) All right, Maureen, your turn. Why do some fish live in salt water? Because pepper makes them sneeze. (laughs) 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 Yo, you were getting killed, Maureen. Okay, Roxy, you're up. How do you make a tissue dance? How do you make a tissue dance? Put a little boogie in it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dan and Maury. All right, okay. Maury. Why do do- what do dogs do when watching a movie? What do dogs do while watching a movie? Uh, they know. press pause. <laughs> what did the ocean say to the shark? What, did the, what was that? Sorry? What did the ocean say to the shore? What did the ocean say to the shore? Nothing, it just waved. <laughs> Uh, you more? Why didn't the skeleton go to the dance? Why didn't the skeleton go to the dance? He had no body to go with. That is not a good Someone's joke. Someone's like, <laughs> <laughs> not a good joke. Okay, Rox, you're up. 
<laughs> what did the snail that. say riding the turtle? What did the snail, snail say, say riding the, the turtle? turtle. Wee! <laughs> 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 wow, Roxy, I will say, you're a very, very good joke teller. Okay, Maury, one more. <sighs> okay. Where do cows go for entertainment? To the movies. No, but you can't do that. Oh. <laughs> sorry. Oh, too bad he did it. This is a battle between Rocky and oh, Roxy. I'm going to do a new one. Okay, I'm going to do a new one. Okay. Yeah, go. Okay. In what school do you learn how to greet people? High school. What do you think of that one? It's weird. Yeah, it is weird. <laughs> what, do you, okay. what, what do you think of Maury? Funny. Funny. Okay. Uh, Roxy, go ahead. Your last joke. Here's the last joke to decide the great joke battle between Roxy and What time is it when oh. a toilet tur- turns up at your birthday? What time is it when a toilet turns up at your birthday? I don't know. It's potty time. Just <laughs> 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 uh, based on the laughs in this room, okay. the clear winner is Roxy. Roxy, you won the great joke battle. Not to the death, by the way, so don't even think about it. <laughs> uh, congratulations, Rue. You're going to think about it? Would you have preferred if it was to the death? Beats me. Yeah. Beats Maury. I know. I'd be dead right now. (laughs) Oh, you laugh at that. (laughs) Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, Kiss. It's Roz and Mocha. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? Good, good. I have to honestly say... Uh, your daughter definitely killed Maury, even though he used one of my jokes and didn't give me credit for it. Oh, snap. What? <laughs> What's your name? My name is Oscar. Oscar, what? Did you give Dan and Maury a joke? I did. I, I thought of the corniest joke I could think of, and he actually used it. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Like, how did you... The butter? The, the, the butter joke? I just made that up on the spot, and he actually used it. <laughs> so, wait, how did Maury get your joke? How did you get this guy's joke, Maury? I, I just oh, he called in, in to say I like your show. I just like I called in to say I like your show, and yeah. I no more likes corny jokes, right? Yeah. So I'm like, Maury, I have a joke for you. And then I said it and he and he's like and he told me he was gonna use it and not give me credit. So oh. I won't I won't I won't I'm not <laughs> oh, sure. wow. fair enough. At least he was honest. Whatever. That's, how, that's how comedy right? works, man. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Oscar. No worries. Hey, great show, eh? Thank, uh, you, thank you so much, brother. Okay, have a good day, guys. Yeah, Take yeah. care, you too. Hi, it's Ron Zamoka. Good morning. Who's this? Uh Katie. What's up, Katie? Hey, how's it going? Good, good. how are you? Good. Uh, I wanted to say that Roxy killed it, like hands down. First of all, she's awesome as a little eight-year-old joke teller. Yeah. But um, also, I want to know from Maury, like, honestly, are you actually that bad at telling jokes? Or is at least (laughs) part of that, like, an act? Maury just just (laughs) waved you off. I was like, hey, Maury, do you want to come in? And he just waved you you off. You have no comment for Katie? No comment. No, no oh, comment. Wow. No comment. No comment. What? Do you have any jokes for Katie? More no jokes. No joke. You have it like any extra jokes you want to tell Katie? No, no nothing. No. Wow. wow. Oh snap. Maury's like devastated. Uh, Roxy's out there right now celebrating I'm her sorry, huge victory. Maury, but it was bad. It yeah. Was super bad. Okay. <laughs> All right, Katie. Thanks so much for calling in. Thanks, guys. All have right. A good All right. Later. Bye. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Let's pause for the cause. Remember back in the day you used to say that? (laughs) (laughs) Yo, I want to talk real quick about Option Plus through Air Transat. More than 60 destinations to choose from between down south, Europe, Canada, and the U.S. And this is where you get to choose Option Plus because 
You get the perks, you get the privileges. Yeah, like standard seat selection, priority check-in, which is uh, it's the greatest thing. Priority check-in and priority boarding are the two biggest wins you're ever going to get at an airport. Yeah. For real. And that is that is, when you can walk by the, the line with the general people who are still like waiting for their numbers to be called and be like, so long, losers. Yeah, you know, when you're about to get on a plane, you, you're standing there with your carry-on. Maybe your carry-on's a little bit too big. And you're like, man, I really don't want to put this between my legs. I hope that I can get some <laughs> space up top. You know what I'm saying? Don't laugh, Maury. It's true, right? If it's a little too big, you don't want to put it between your legs. You want to stick it up top. And uh, getting on the flight first allows you to have the guarantee that you're going to have space above you. That's why getting on a flight first matters. Enhance your Air Transat flight with Option Plus. Learn more at airtransat.com. All right, guys, what are we doing now? Let's take a phone call. Roz and Mocha, who's this? Kathleen. Hi, Kathleen. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. It's very nice to talk to you. Oh, I've been trying to call you for so long. I finally made it through, and then my call failed. Oh, no. Like, how long have you been trying to call us? Like, years? Okay, no, like half an hour, but... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Because you, under, you understand that there are some people who have literally tried to call us for years and can't get through. Well, I've tried too. It was like for contests and stuff, and yeah. I, I never make it through. Okay. Oh, okay. I just give it. All right, well, well after you. 30 minutes, <laughs> yeah. you finally got through to the Roz and Mocha show. Kathleen, what would you like to say? Thank you for your commitment, by the way. <laughs> I just want to say that I love you guys. I listen to you guys every morning. Oh, I work nice. at a daycare. I even make my kids listen to you guys in the morning. Oh, oh yeah? Sweet. Yeah, like, I just, I have to listen to you guys, especially when Maury's on, like, I get a good laugh. That's what Maury's designed for. What is the most favorite thing that Dammit Maury does for you? Uh, that's a hard question. Uh, can I, can I tell you, uh, I was talking to Maury this morning in the car, uh-huh. and, uh, Maury <laughs> says to me that, uh, he doesn't know how to spell unfortunately. Unfortunately, okay. And w- what he said was that it's very unfortunate because whenever Maury gets a call from somebody who pitches a product to us or pitches a guest to us, yeah. anytime that Maury turns them down, he has to think of a new way to say unfortunately because he doesn't know how to spell unfortunately. <laughs> so give me an example, David Maury, of the last time somebody pitched something to you where you have to say unfortunately this isn't going to work out this day because we are already booked with guests. But instead of using unfortunately, you use... I, I would say something like, oh, I'm so sorry that uh, that's not going to work this time around. I'm so sorry. We're on vacation. Oh, th- darn. That's just not going to work. We're already booked up. Like, I'll think of anything else so do that you wanna, I don't have to spell unfortunately. Do you want to take a crack at unfortunately more? Okay. I know it starts with a U. Okay. okay. Kathleen, just for the record, you know how to spell unfortunately, right? Sure. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> All right, Maury, you want to take a crack? Okay. Can I spell it in parts? What do you mean? Like fortunate, okay. and then un, and then Lee. Oh. <laughs> so hold on, you get a middle, beginning, <laughs> end, and then just before the end? Or should I just try each one like in, in the Why don't you just order? do it normal, the <laughs> way regular people spell, and start at the beginning? Yeah, like if you think that you know how to spell all three chunks, why not just spell all three chunks together? As one chunk from beginning to end. Okay, let's try the chunk from the start. Okay. <laughs> U-N-F-O-U-R-T-Fortune... E T L E Y. Oh my God, Maury, you 
could not be any more wrong. Uh, okay. That was terrible. Okay, Maury, go ahead. I ran, out, I ran out of desk space with my finger. I know, Maury's writing with his finger on the desk and actually ran out of desk space. I don't know how that happens. Okay, Maury, one more time for unfortunately. U-N-F-O-U-R for tune, T-U-N-E, for tune, for tune. Like. <laughs> one more time. U N. Un, but you're not, okay. U N F O U R for tune. Uh, C H. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Kathleen's losing her mind over here. U N F O U R T for U. U. Awesome having you join us on the Roz and Mocha show. Thank you. you. Yeah, fortunately, we have to let you go. Hey, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Oh, I don't like choosing. Well, you have to now. Uh, Mocha. Oh, that's unfortunate. You and (laughs) (laughs) Bye, Kathleen. Love you. Bye. Yeah, the Roz and Mocha show podcast. Back in 2013, there was a guy who played the clarinet from Montreal. And he got like a full ride scholarship to a university in California to learn under one of the greatest clarinetist teachers that that money can buy. So he would have been set for this. But at the time, his girlfriend didn't want him to leave. And she intercepted his letter. What? To say that he got the full ride scholarship because she didn't want him to leave. So he never wound up going to that school on the full scholarship. Hold on, so he never got the letter? He never got the letter, and he just found out recently and sued her. (gasps) So his name is uh, Eric Abramovitz, and he's on the phone with us now. Hi, Eric, how are you? It's Ron Zamoka. Not too much, I'm good. So you had a scholarship, like a basically like a full run scholarship to go to California and study under this yeah. amazing clarinet teacher. And your girlfriend at the time didn't want you to go. And so what did she do? Did she delete them? Like, did she intercept the mail? What did she do? So it was a two step process. First, she had to intercept the acceptance email that they sent to me. And she responded to it from my email account, basically rejecting the offer, and then deleted that entire exchange before I was able to see it. Wait, how did she get into your how did she get into your email then? She hacked your email or she knew the password? We were living together at the time and my laptop was at her place and you know, it was always open, my email was open, my Facebook uh-huh. was open, so she had access. Okay. So she oh, went no. on and deleted your acceptance letter and then wrote them back from you being like, ah, I don't want to go. Exactly. Oh, and my. so that was the first step. <laughs> and then what was the second step? And then the, the second step was that she had to, you know, somehow let me know that I didn't get in. So she made a fake email account impersonating the teacher that I wanted to study with and just wrote to me basically saying, hey, Eric, you know, it's great meeting you. And uh, I, unfortunately, I cannot accept you. All the best, basically. How long at this point, Eric, how long were you and your girlfriend dating for? When she did this, it was probably uh, it was about four or five months. Already? Wow. So four or five months. And how up until that point, how had things been going between you two? That's what's crazy. Things were great. Oh, wow. Wow. And And I trusted her and I loved her. And, you know, I I never would have thought in a million years that 
she would be uh, she would be able to do something like so, that. So when did you find out that you had a scholarship there that you just let hang and never showed up to the school? When did you find out? I found out about two years later. When, oh my god! You two know, years. I, uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I just figured I, I didn't get in and, you know, it's a competitive school, you know, I just figured that's life. So then I, I went back two years later to try again. And when I got to the audition, this teacher, Yehuda Gilati, says to me, what are you doing here? You rejected me. <gasps> no! And <laughs> kind of taken aback, I said, with all due respect, you rejected me. Oh my so God! Responded, yeah, I, I, at that point, I, I started digging a little bit. And I had gone back to that exchange that I had with who I thought was him at the time, but I forwarded it to, to him and I said, is this you? And he confirmed that it was not his email address, nor had he ever oh seen that exchange God. in his life. Oh so Eric, God. so this happened oh two years God. after you thought you didn't get into the school and that email exchange, right? So in that two years, were yes, you still dating this girl? Were you guys still together? No, the crazy part is we had broken up in September of 2014 and I found out all of this in like May of 2016. Oh my so God. <laughs> so she didn't even tell you after you guys broke up? No way. Oh <laughs> my God. Dude, so hold on oh a second. Okay, God. so I, I want to Back up when when the rejection, quote unquote, rejection letter came in, right? You would have had a yeah. conversation with her. What was her reaction to you not getting that scholarship? She was like there for me day in, day out, like oh. consoling me. She was oh, the shoulder I was there for. Like, okay, so just to update people here, because Amoka's going to freak out. I think he needs to take a knee for a second. <laughs> Um, so, okay, so on the phone with us right now is uh, Eric Abramovitz. Eric, uh, back in uh, 2013, you're, you play the clarinet and you're very good and you wound up getting a full run scholarship, $50,000 to a big shot school in uh, California to be taught by this amazing clarinet player. And your girlfriend at the time, who you had only been with for four months, intercepted because she didn't want you to leave. She intercepted your mm. acceptance letter and then wrote the people who accepted you to say you were actually turning them down. Yep. And then Correct. so what happened? So you found all this out and you sued her? My my parents and some other people advised me to just, you know, talk to a lawyer and, and let them uh, handle it. The, the ruling came out and it just kind of blew up. And so how much was the settlement for? The settlement, well, I think we were asking for $300,000 of the judge. You know, was so appalled by the story, he like added another fifty thousand. Oh, and some damn. of that is U.S. and some is Canadian, so I'm not sure. Of so, so, so <laughs> three, wow, the so, judge with the clapback. So three hundred fifty thousand dollars for yeah. a quote unthinkable, immoral act. Now, is there a chance that you're actually yeah. going to see this money? That's uh, yeah, that's now the the, the goal. It's going to be a long process once again. Just you know, finding her is going to be tricky. Oh my god, she's, oh, she's so off she, the map. She hasn't like even reached out to you whatsoever to to try to. Oh no, not let the situation get to where it did. Right. Damn, yeah. No, son. she's made no effort to do so. Well, congratulations. And how are you doing now? Are you good? You making money playing the clarinet? You got to go to school? Yes. Yes. I, I ended up studying with him at the uh, University of Southern California. It was obviously a, a lot more expensive. I'm, I, everything worked out and. Uh, I just spent uh, six months playing in the National Symphony, and I'm moving to Toronto next September to, to start playing in the Toronto Symphony. There we go. All right. There we go. There we that go. That is amazing. Eric, we appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much. Have a good one. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Um, I had the worst sleep last night. Why? So the raccoons in my neighborhood have been having babies, and oh. baby raccoons are cute. Circle of life. Circle of life, baby. And I don't know what was going on, but in the alley and behind my house, 
there was one baby raccoon who was just very upset at something and I recorded it and you have it in your system over there on your computer mm-hmm. if you want to play it. And this was my entire night last night. Maybe they're hungry. For hours. And, and I was the only one that it woke up. And I didn't dare wake Catherine up because she would immediately tell me to go and help it. Yeah, totally. Go outside. <laughs> right? Let's go see what it wants then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2 o'clock in the morning. Clearly they're hungry. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm not going to go and see what the baby raccoon wants. Wow, that's crazy though. Yeah. yeah. Was it like maybe calling out to its mom? Uh well, there's a was real the mom there. Yeah, there's a. I don't. I don't know if the mom was there, but there's a real awful. This part of the baby raccoon cycle, I'm okay with. What I'm not okay with, and what actually is quite heartbreaking, is, and I don't know the, the way raccoons, interact with each other. Like I don't know the details behind it, but what it looks to me, is that. The mama raccoon has the baby raccoons. Mm. And then you can see, and she spends a long while teaching the baby raccoons all about life. You can see them. She teaches them how to climb the trees. She teaches them to follow the leader. She teaches them all this stuff. You can see the mama raccoon. How to open the green bins. How to open the green bins. All this stuff. When I leave a cider in the back, take a little sip. Make sure you put the can back exactly where you found it. He'll never find out. (laughs) (laughs) Don't eat all the chips because then he'll never leave them alone again. Just take half. (laughs) Listen to mama. Right. Listen to mama. (laughs) Okay? We got this. Um, and so she teaches them to do all this stuff and it's quite adorable because I just watch them climb the trees and then every now and then there's like a little runty one that can't quite get up so he just hides in the bushes and waits for the mama and his brothers and sisters to come back down and then he gets back in the pack but then you get to the point where the mom has to tell the babies that it's time to go out on their own and start living your own life circle of life and those conversations between the raccoons are heartbreakingly vicious because it is the baby raccoon making that sound, the crying sound. Oh, pleading. And the mum raccoon violently screaming yeah. at the at her child. Like, I don't want you here. I don't want you here anymore. And you know that she has to say things that maybe she doesn't mean, like, I don't love you. Oh, my God. Right? Yeah. You know, like, how do you get a child to just leave and walk away from the only life it knows? Of course, by saying awful things to it. Like, I don't love you anymore. Oh, my God. My heart. I never did love you. Poor little raccoon. Right? Yeah. I faked it the whole time. I faked it the whole time. I may not even be your mother. Stuff like that. Oh, no. Right? Like, to me, that's what it sounds like. I don't speak raccoon, but to me, that's what it sounds like. And it's heartbreaking. So this little dude. Oh, no. Mom, please. So please. this little, I, mean, I promise I'll be better. And he's, he's not at that point yet. Realistically, he was just probably looking for a dry place to poop. <laughs> Yeah. This is my dry spot. <laughs> it's all wet. <laughs> Circle of life. Yeah, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Happy Friday, everybody. Yeah, how was it yesterday, Moore? It was all right? Oh, my God, so much fun. Yeah. Did you get drunk? 
Oh, I did not get drunk. You have because to pay twenty five bucks if you want to just drink on the street. Yeah, because weren't they? What they the were hell? allowing people to drink, right? But you have During to pay the- twenty five bucks for a wristband, then buy your drinks. I'm like, there's no point. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, was, that I didn't like know. It, it was like admission into festival grounds, kind of thing, oh. I guess. So it yeah. wasn't along the entire parade route. It was no, only in just a certain on, section on Church Street. Yeah. Oh. But there's still a plethora of shirtless God. men. God, yeah, true that. And uh, that's winning. Who showed up? Like what? Not famous people, but. But John Tory was there. Yeah. Did you talk to John Tory? Of course, I talked to John oh, Tory. I love was, John Tory. What was he wearing? He was wearing a, a pride polo shirt with what? a shirt underneath the polo shirt. He wore a shirt oh, under what? a polo shirt? Yeah, he wore a t shirt under the polo shirt. I guess for sweat. You're the mayor. You don't want to be caught with sweat rings and stuff like that. I guess so. Yeah. Was um, Trudeau there? No, no right? No, he no. was not. He was there last year. Nobody wanted him there this year, though, right? Yeah. Um, so uh, are we going to hear that now? What, Damon Mori? With John Tory? With the mayor. Mayor John Tory, how are you? I'm better for seeing you, Maury, but I'm good. Oh. Thank you very much. Okay, and by the end of this interview, I'm going to unbutton that shirt because you got too many buttons up. This is pride. Excuse me. Well, wow. because I had this other shirt underneath and I, I didn't want to sort of look like I was uh, sort of, you know, misdressed. You, if I'd had all the buttons open with the shirt underneath, you'd have said something about that because you are the sort of fashion police, I know, of, of Toronto. Oh, my God. And- yeah, right. The survey has said that uh, chest hair is sexy. Well, uh, <laughs> oh my God, he's showing me his chest hair. I want to show you that. It's nice and curly, a couple grays in there. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Can I get your best? Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. so what fun. are you doing to the mayor of this city, Dan so Everything you thought it would be. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, queen. Yes, queen. <laughs> Yo, isn't the mayor up? For like re-election too? Yes. <laughs> but he didn't do the he didn't do uh, an A sound. He still did the E sound. Yes, Queen. Yeah, yeah he didn't go yeah. Yes, Queen. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> yes, Queen. What's wrong with gray hair, by the way, on the chest? Maureen? No, I'm just pointing them Wait, out. Do I you think have they any be... gray hair in your chest, Maureen? No way. Oh, what do you mean? No way. No way. These are all still fully colored. Did you yeah. um? Did you trim down? No this, no, this is all natural. Yeah. This is as hard, like as hairy as it gets. Really? It doesn't grow that long, huh? No. Is he Harry the Mayor? Uh, no, he has like a little tuft right in the middle. Oh, there. just right in the middle. So yeah. like, were you like in there? Were you like opening his shirt and stuff? Or did he open it for you? He opened it, but I pulled it down just a little bit more. Oh, oh wow. Geez, Harassment. Yes, queen. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Woo! So pride over the weekend. Yeah, man. One of the biggest in the world. Uh, who was there? Who did you go and see last night, Maury? We went to see Brandy. Brandy was at Pride. Oh. Yeah. What was Brandy's big song? You know, Bro, you know Brandy. Yeah, I know, I know Brandy, but I'm just trying to. Oh, there the we song go. with her and Monica. Yes, thank. And they you. had like real beef when this song came out too. I don't know why they didn't like each other. Um. So what time was the show? The show started, uh, she got on stage around 9.45. Matthew, huge fan of Brandy. Oh, so did you like, brought Matthew? Up to this, like, he was, when it was announced, he was so excited. Yeah. He put on, uh, all week I've been listening to Brandy records Dope. and him dancing around, yeah. like, just so excited. And were you Brandy. close? Uh, we were right up at front. Nice. We got oh, there yeah? early enough, so we were literally, it was like, us stage. Yeah, oh, nice. amazing. And did she perform, um... What's that song that she I love? She even did three Whitney Houston songs. I guess her and Whitney were friends. That's they were in a movie together or something. Um, I Want to Be Down. That's my favorite Brandy song. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Aren't you a fan? You're not a fan? Well, I know this song. 
Um, so Matthew, super huge, huge, huge fan. Okay. Yeah. So at one point during the show, um, she can't, comes down. It's at Young Dundas Square. So yeah. there's like a few steps, and then you're where the crowd is. So yeah. she came down while singing yeah. and was like shaking hands, and people are freaking out yeah. and doing selfies. So I got my camera ready. And and she comes around and is yeah. right in front of me, so I grab a selfie with her. Done, yeah. Because it was like me, and then Matthew was beside me, but a little bit back. Okay. okay. So I grab a selfie with yeah. Brandy. Uh-huh. And how cool is that, right? So it's amazing. selfie with me and and Brandy. But then I realized Matthew wasn't in the photo. Okay. Which is kind of funny because he's the super fan. Right. And so I thought to myself, oh my god, this isn't going to go well. I'm I got a picture with Brandy, and it should have been Matthew. So. During the show, I'm like waving and waving, and I'm like, "Come back down! Come back down! <laughs> yeah. Come over here!" So sh- during another song, she starts coming down again. I'm like, "Oh my god! Oh my god!" So she's coming down, and I'm like, "This is my husband! This is my husband!" Right. So she sort of is like looking at me, and then looks at him. Oh my god! Hi. So she, I, I squeeze Matthew in, and then they do a selfie yeah. together. So then the whole walk home, I'm thinking to myself, "Oh my god." I'm the hero husband. I saved the day because I got a selfie with her, but Matthew but you're, didn't. You're only the hero husband out of guilt because you stole Matthew's first selfie. Yeah, he stole the You're not even the super fan, but Matthew is there with you. So hold on a second here. She comes down the first time. She comes down the first time. And yeah. you know Matthew is there beside you, and he's the super fan. Yes. So she comes down, and you get your camera and take a selfie with her. That's without right. Without Matthew. Was in a moment You don't thing. scooch Matthew forward and take a picture of Brandy and Matthew. You steal Matthew's selfie. <laughs> no, I told... Hold on here. Wait, no. wait, wait, wait. Yeah? So you steal Matthew's selfie and then feel so overcome with guilt that you get a pop star to come down off the stage so you can make good to your husband so he can get a picture with him and then you start going home saying that you're the hero husband? <laughs> well, let's still, hold still on, hold moment. on. Hold on a second hold here. On here. He stole his moment. Though. I no, no, may no, no, have no, no, gotten no. a selfie first, no, no, but no. did I not get her to come back no, down? But no, no, but you're not the hero husband when you do something because you were so racked with guilt because you know that you screwed up so bad. <laughs> that doesn't make you, that doesn't make you the hero husband. No, but what makes me the hero husband is I still got him his selfie. No, that's not what makes you the hero husband you only you only did that because you realized that your selfishness which is so prevalent in every other aspect of your life got the best of you yet again and you screwed your husband over i was caught up in the moment let me see the picture did you post the picture yeah of course i did yeah let me see it this is my favorite brandy song by the way it's called i want to be down that you're the did you post yours? Did Matthew post his? Yeah. Okay. Let me see the picture. So this is what Maury posted. This is a two get. Did Brandy like this? Yes, she did. Did Matthew post this too? Yes. Did Brandy like his picture? No. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> yeah, hero husband, Maury. Oh, hero, no. hero husband. You are no hero. Anyway, it's 416. Still got him his nah, picture. Nah, nah. A hero in any other word is still a hero. Any, anyway, Maury has assured us. Go back in and get the phones more. Maury's assured us that, um, uh, quote unquote, when he walked in, uh, that uh, everybody's on phone wanting to talk to the hero. Yeah. Hi, it's Ron Zamoka. Hey. Hi, it's Ron Zamoka. What's up? Hi, I just wanted to say that I think Maury still did a great job. Um, I thought I was always guy. Sorry, your phone is cutting out. 
It sounds like you're trying to say something nice about Dan and Maury. Yeah, I am trying to say something Huh? <laughs> See, yeah. All these people more coming wow. and say nice things about you. So yeah. many oh, people. So many kind words. Wow, phones are flooded. So many kind Hi, words. Hi, it's Razamoka. Hello. <laughs> oh. Did you did you want to say something nice about uh. Maury? Okay, yeah. Oh, Maury. Look at all the support you have. All that support. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. All right, Mocha, we got an email from a guy named Justin, whose uh, girl, I guess his wife, his girlfriend, the girlfriend, is a huge fan of the show. It's her birthday today. And uh, she's turning 30. Turning 30. And Big day. There's nothing we love more than being the birthday gift to some lousy boyfriend or husband who either forgot or... Um, didn't plan enough in time to get somebody something great for their birthday. So they always call us last minute to be like, hey, uh, will you guys give my partner a call and be their birthday gift? Uh, in his email to us, Justin says uh, about his girlfriend, Joe, she's a huge fan of the show and has been since I've known her. They've been dating for like three years now. Wow. Uh, the one time she got through to talk to Razamoka, she wouldn't stop raving about it. Oh, there you go. So let's give Joe a call. Hello. Hi, good morning. Is this Joe? Hello. Uh, yeah, this is her. Joe. Yes. Happy birthday. <laughs> is it Mocha? It's Roz and Mocha. Oh, my gosh. How did you guys get my number? Oh, my God. Thank you. Well, Yo, talking to the bottom of the phone. Talking talk to the bottom of the phone. Your phone sucks. No, can you hear me there? Yes. Happy birthday. Oh, okay. Thank you. Oh. Thanks so much. Oh, my goodness. What a surprise. Are you 30 today? It's so nice of you guys. Yeah. How's that feel? It feels kind of sucky, but... (laughs) (laughs) At what point, at what point when you were 29 years old, at what point during the past 12 months did Mm -hmm. you start thinking about being 30 and what that may mean uh, for the next 12 months? Or did you have any worries Mm -hmm. about turning 30? To be honest, I had no worries. But, you know, when you actually think about the number, it's like, wow, you know, you're... Way to go, (laughs) (laughs) But now, like, you know, I mean, it's not a big deal, but it just kind of like, you know, 30 is just a big number, so... Yeah. Uh, You got a boyfriend? You got a boyfriend? Yeah. (laughs) Oh. Why do you say it like that? (laughs) Okay. Uh, there's this stuff, but yeah, yeah. You Is got, that the person who made you like? Hold on a second. Hold, hold, on a, hold on a second here. No, no, we're just we're just at, we're just asking right now. So you got a boyfriend? Mm-hmm. Yes or no? Yeah, I do. I yeah, do. Okay. Yeah. And is mm-hmm. is everything going okay or no? Um. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm>, like, <laughs> <laughs> Why do you say it like that, though? Why are you guys asking that? <laughs> Is he there or That's no? So funny. No, no, he's not here. He's uh-huh. not here. No. Okay. So, no. what's going on? How's your relationship? How long have you guys been dating? <laughs> Stop. First of oh all, my we, God. We, no, no, no. <laughs> I don't think I should be getting into that. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Is it, it kind of like not really in the on the good side of things right now? Like it's it's good. It's good. <laughs> oh God. Like, but like it could be better, oh, right? Good. It could, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. it could. Okay. Uh, Justin yeah. was the one that reached out to us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I figured, yeah, because, yeah, he knows that I really like his show, so. Yeah. He sounds like a but nice he, guy. He is. He's a really great guy, yeah. Okay. Okay. What? So, yeah. Don't you go guys, down this road. Don't go down this road. You guys are going to make me cry, but thank you. No, don't cry. It's your birthday. No, like happy tears, I mean, though, no, right? But it's, yeah, exactly. Okay, happy hold on here. Why, like, why, are you, why are you getting emotional right now? What happened? Because, no, 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 nothing happened. It's just that it's, 
I don't know. I just love you guys so much, and he knows that. You know, every morning I talk about you guys, and it's just you guys are awesome, like amazing. So you're awesome and amazing. Thank you. Like I don't know if you know, but the, the reason mm-hmm. that we get up in the morning Mm -hmm. the hours we do and work as hard and miss so much of life is so people Mm -hmm. like you actually listen yeah i know like you i you guys honestly make my day like i'll be driving to work and you know i just don't want to be going and you know and then i'll listen to you guys and just forget about everything and you know it's you guys just brighten people's day and Thank you so much for that. I will say this. The the email that we mm-hmm. did get from uh, from Justin was mm-hmm. 100% from the heart. And oh, he did. You. And, I, and I, I'm not going to tell you all the ways that he tried to um, mm-hmm. get a hold of us to make this happen for you. But yeah. he tried ways that no other fan <laughs> has tried. Are you serious? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, he went above and beyond. He went, he went above and beyond to make wow. sure that this happened. <laughs> I'm going to make sure I ask him, yeah. And when we say above and beyond, like, I, yeah. like he reached out to people mm-hmm. and in places that I didn't even think anybody could reach out to. Are you serious? Yeah. And so we, wow. we were getting messages from all over yeah. the place that, uh, that he wanted this for you for your birthday um, because he just thinks that you're so great. Oh, that means a lot. Despite really what you guys, you guys are going are Sorry? I said, despite what you guys are going through. Okay, thank you. No, that honestly means a lot. Thank you so much for calling. Hey, Joe, would you like us to sing happy birthday to you? Sure, I guess so. Sure, go ahead. What? (laughs) That's what we do. We say happy birthday to people. Do 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 you want Maury involved in this or no? Oh, sure. Sure. Oh, sure. Okay. Damn it, Maury. Please join us. Yeah. The only reason Maury has not been in here was because he's going to do nothing for the fact that you're crying on your birthday. No, no, no. It's good tears. It's happy tears. Am I turning 40? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Maury, can I just say something right now? When you're talking to somebody who might be a little bit upset about turning 30, don't turn around and say, wait till you turn 40. No, but then that makes them feel better for turning 30. No, it doesn't help anything. All right. You got that note? Yeah. You get a lot of people who want to audition um, for this show and come and work at this radio station. And we always put them on the air because it's funny because most times it's an absolute disaster. Um, But we got one request for somebody who wanted to be on the radio. And instead of doing this over the phone, we decided to have them in because it is so incredible. Malcolm, say hello to everybody listening to the Raza Mocha show. Hello. <laughs> Malcolm, how old are you, buddy? Six. You are six years old, and uh, you've been listening to the Raza Mocha Show for a long time, right? Yes. Why do you want to be on the radio? Well, because I love music and I talk a lot. You do, huh? Okay. <laughs> Who tells you that you talk a lot? Is that your mom or is that your teachers? Both. Both. <laughs> Now, when you when you do tend to talk a lot or be accused of talking a lot, what do you tend to talk about? What's your favorite thing to talk about? 
talking. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just in general. Uh, what, what kind of things are you into? Do you like sports? Do you like games? Do you like TV shows? I'm really just into like music. Oh, okay. That's cool. What's your, do you have a favorite artist? Do you have a favorite song? Do you have a favorite band? Well, well, my favorite band is Imagine Dragons. And yes, I do have a favorite song. Yeah. What is your favorite song? My, my favorite song is I'm Still Standing. That's a good one. Oh, that's a great song. Now, sorry, your mom is here too. You're great. (laughs) He's he's, he's doing great. You don't need to. The audition is fantastic so far. The audition is fantastic so far. Uh, Can you, what is it like to hear yourself in headphones? Because we put headphones on you. Can you hear yourself okay? Yes. Does your voice sound funny? Sort of. Sort of. Uh, It takes a little bit to get used to. I understand that you have also prepared something to read to us. Yes. And to everybody listening right now, what is this that you've prepared? Well, it's a poem that I wrote myself. Oh, okay. Nice. What's the poem called? The Earth. It's for the start of summer. Oh, perfect. For the start of summer. Six-year-old Malcolm auditioning for the Roz and Mocha show. And go ahead with your poem, dude. Okay. The Earth. The sky is blue. The grass is green. Nature is everything. It's what we know. It's what we see. Nature is you. Nature is me. Nature is everything by Malcolm. Wow. Oh, dude. (laughs) That was amazing. I love it. Uh, How long were you working on that for? Um... Half an hour. Like half an hour? That's oh, really wow. good for half hour's work. Holy moly. Um, do you have any big plans for the summertime? What are you looking most forward to? Going to the cottage with my dad. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty cool. Uh, now, would you like to have, uh, would you like to introduce, you said your favorite band was Imagine Dragons. One thing that Mocha does on this show, and he's one of the absolute best in the world, is introducing a song. And... When you introduce a song, you sort of have to know what you're going to say, and that's how you get people to listen to it, and you got to hype people up a little bit. So we are we will give you the opportunity right now if you would like to introduce Imagine Dragons. I would. Okay, go ahead. So Imagine Dragons is like a band um, that was playing for a long time. It's pretty famous, and yeah. And say your name. Malcolm. And, and you're going to hear Imagine Dragons right here on the Malcolm Show. And you're going to hear, hear Imagine Dragons right here on the Malcolm Show. Woo! Six-year-old Malcolm, everybody! Thank you very much for visiting and for auditioning on the Raza Mocha Show, Malcolm. Thank you. Do you want to say hi to anybody on the radio? No, it's good. Okay, okay cool. <laughs> Malcolm, ladies and gentlemen! The Raz and Mocha Show Podcast. An organization called YouGov. YouGov? YouGov. Okay. Uh, They did a poll in America where they asked Americans about their feelings towards Canada, including their opinions about individual Canadian celebrities. And according to their results, they asked them, who do you feel the most favorably about when it comes to Canadian celebrities. Oh, no. So it's a popularity contest, basically, of who is the most liked. I'm going to say number one on the list has to be Celine Dion. Uh, Celine Dion is one, two, three, four, five, six on the list. What? Yeah, with 58%. Is Martin Short on there? Martin Short. Um, yeah, he's down like, oh, man. I would say like 18, 19. Rick Moranis? No, Rick Moranis is not. What? I don't think Rick Moranis is Canadian, is he? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Of course he is. No, he's not on the list, though. What? 
Oh, he is on the list. <laughs> See, come Hold on, on now. I just found him. Yo, that's my boy right there, Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis beat Brian Adams and Christopher Plummer. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As you should, okay, Rick. Okay, so number one on the list, uh, the most popular Canadian in America, is uh, Michael J. Fox. Ah, uh, yes, Marty. Because nobody doesn't love Michael J. Fox. Of course not. You know what I mean? Everybody loves Michael J. Fox. Number two on the list, Keanu Reeves. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Jack Bauer, okay. Number three, Dan Aykroyd. Okay. Number four, Jim Carrey. Number five, William Shatner. Number six, Celine. Yeah. Seven, Ryan Gosling. Yo, I thought Ryan would be like way up there. Okay. What about Deadpool? Uh... Yeah, Deadpool is below uh, uh, Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> no, he is not. <laughs> yes. yeah, Ryan so, Reynolds is yeah. lower than Leslie so Nielsen. So it goes Ryan Gosling, Leslie Nielsen, Ryan Reynolds, then Kiefer Sutherland, then Alex Trebek. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't love Leslie Nielsen, man? Oh, the guy's a legend. God, I know, but still. The man's a legend. And then under Trebek is uh, Shania Twain, Donald Sutherland, John Candy, and Mike Myers. Then you get Matthew Perry, Wayne Gretzky, Neil Young, and Martin Short. Then Howie Mandel, Seth Rogen, James Cameron, Rick Moranis. Then Brian Adams and Christopher Plummer. Wow. So guys like Bieber or Drake no. wouldn't make it on that no, list. No, no. At all. No. These are, these, I mean, these are people who are universally loved. What about Jason Priestley? No. Not on the list. Really? Yeah. Huh. Not on the list. Which is weird. Also, I you know you have to understand that there's a certain amount of Canadians that maybe people didn't even know they were Canadian. True, Jason you know? Priestley. Yeah, maybe right? people didn't even know. Listen, I'm just happy that my boy Rick Moranis made uh, right? that list. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the Ross and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, real quick, we want to tell you about a new podcast that is out right now. It's called The Big Story. Yeah, it's one of these great um, daily news podcasts that just winds up in your downloads at the beginning of each day. Uh, the best in Canadian journalism, really, they everything from politics to entertainment to weed to weed to weed to Drake. You did a Drake episode. Yeah, I'm on their their latest uh, episode. We talk about the uh, the new album Scorpion. We talk about Drake as representing Toronto, representing Canada. Uh, is Drake or could Drake go down as one of the biggest Canadian music icons? If not, why? Because uh, you know, like I'm a huge, huge, huge Drake fan. Yeah. So we really, really, really delve into all things Drake on the Big Story Podcast. And that's on the Frequency Podcast Network, available for download on Apple, Google, and wherever else you get your podcasts from. Yeah, the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hi there, it's Ronza Mocha. What's your name? Rosanna. What's up, Rosanna? Hi, good morning, guys. You know, I've been wanting to try and get through to you guys for such a long time. I'm always hearing people call in and tell everybody their favorite. And I really don't understand why that is so. I think the three of you are great. I think the three of you make that show as a threesome, and one cannot do the show without the other. Well, yeah, uh, we have in the past. <laughs> Oh, I didn't really. You know what? I have never heard you guys do a show. It's always been the best of all. It's yeah. like, nobody's got to be on holidays. But, you know what? Roz, your laugh is just amazing. Who? Roz's laugh? Roz's laugh. Yeah, I'm telling you. I love his laugh. I swear to God. Mocha, yours is incredible. 
But Ross Dornhoff is just gets me going like crazy. I gotta tell you. In the nine years, almost nine years that we've been doing the Ross and Moga show, uh, <laughs> I have never, ever, ever, ever heard anyone ever say that Ross is their favorite because of his laugh. Well, you know what? There, this is the day that goes down in history on your radio station because it really, I have literally had to pull off the highway off the road because I have been in hysterics with you three, honest to God. And when you get one of them going and you're all going and I'm just, honestly, I am just... You guys are the best. That's all I can say. You make my day every day. Thank you for that. And I love y'all. Aww, we <laughs> that love is you the too. best. Thank you, Rosanna. Thank Have a you. wonderful day. Okay. You too. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, I want to go uh, back to this. Uh... The future? Uh, no. I... <laughs> God, it's such a good movie, huh? Oh, it's, I love it. Yeah. One of my favorites. I love Back to the Future. What is it, Maury? They're doing a they're doing a full cast reunion at this year's Fan Expo. Really, yeah? Yeah. Like full cast? You got Biff. Yeah. You got uh, Doc. Yeah. You got Leah Thompson. You got Michael J. Fox himself. Yeah, but you don't have, uh, you don't you have George McFly. Yeah. Crispin Glover. Crispin Glover. I know, but he's so weird that he would almost ruin the panel. Dude, what, Lorraine? What? <laughs> I once paid for an autograph from him and he wrote everything on the the piece of paper about that screening for his new movie that night instead of just signing it. I uh, I got really drunk one night with Crispin Glover and Tom Green. <laughs> That's the coolest night ever. <laughs> <laughs> At a steakhouse in Edmonton. Oh my god. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, now now we have to get to this story. That's so you're sitting with yeah, George McFly. I went for dinner with And Daddy, would you yeah, like my sausage? I went for dinner. <laughs> With George McFly. Oh, no, Daddy, would you like some sausage? Yeah, with with Daddy, would you like some sausage? Yeah. (laughs) The Chad. Um, Yeah, so I went for dinner with with Tom Green and Crispin Glover, and as the night sort of went on, Crispin Glover just gets progressively more odd and more odd. Wait, how is it that the three of you, like, connected (laughs) and, like, ended up at a restaurant? They were shooting a movie in Edmonton, and I went out there to interview them for this movie they were shooting, and I know Tom Green, and we get along, and uh, we were just... He's like, hey, we're going for dinner tonight. You want to come for dinner with us? And I was like, yeah, sure. So I just met them for dinner. And as the night went on and everybody just sort of got more and more and more drunk, um, Crispin Glover's stories became more and more and more bizarre. Was and he telling like Back to the Future stories? No, he was oh. telling, no, just about his life. Like the one that I remember was he told this story that probably went on for about 30 minutes straight. And it was captivating, but his story was that he lives in some sort of like old castle with his mom and he woke up one night because he heard sounds and then he started doing these sounds like perfectly doing these sounds and he said that he he's like so I grabbed the candelabra (laughs) (laughs) yeah and start walking down the hall and as I get to the orbs that were floating in the hall, I went out to, and he, cause he, he goes, so I went to reach for the orbs. So I change hands with the candelabra so I can reach for them. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, that was a really specific detail about catching orbs in the hallway of your castle at two o'clock in the morning. You know, like, I, I mean, I'm very, I'm, I'm, I'm very curious as to what the orbs were and what they wanted, but the detail in this story of which hand at this point the candelabra was in, also, why not turn on a light? So this went on for 30 minutes about his, his floating orbs in his castle that he lived in. Lives in, and uh, and when he shoots a movie, uh, wait, did he grab the orbs? 
uh, yeah, no, you could not grab them, but they were there. Which and they, hand was the candle in? The candle was at this point in his left hand. <laughs> oh. I, I will never forget that. And he pointed with will, his right and he said, will, hey, you. Yeah, hey, you. Get your damn hands off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I heard for 30 minutes story uh, about the orbs in his castle. And then uh, I also found out how frustrating it is to uh, work with Crispin Glover on a movie. Because Crispin Glover is just so in his own head. And the, his acting process is that where when he gets a script, he only has his lines of the script. So Crispin Glover will act in a movie and he will not read the entire script of the movie so that he's he actually in. He only knows his parts. He only knows like the, his dialogue. So he doesn't read the whole script of the movie. So he has no idea what is actually going on in the movie. He only knows what he's doing in the scenes that he's in the movie. Oh my God. So he doesn't know what the movie's about till he watches it. No, like it could be, he could act in a scene where he is you know, uh, running a laundromat and somebody comes in and they have a heartfelt conversation, but that heartfelt conversation could be in the middle of a movie about a plague that is wiping out humanity. <laughs> and Crispin Glover has no idea what the movie's about. He only knows that scene of him in the laundromat. And he would just reply and say, what, Lorraine? Uh, yeah. <laughs> what? Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I was just to love the last day of school, man. Oh. Yeah, because you just show up and you do nothing. You do nothing. In elementary school, we just like kind of clean out our desks, listen to music, have the radio on, uh, go to the gym, just messing they, around in the gym. See, they do that all before the last day of school now. Last so what day, do you do on the last day? Last day of school, they do like awards and all that stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like my kid cleaned out her desk last week. And then like high school. Oh, high school, you just spend the last day trying to get know. your summer hookup. Yeah, I don't even know. I just remember my last day with uh, Mrs. Collect, where she would play Madonna in the class, and yeah. uh, we would dance around. Did she cry all the time? <laughs> I just get it. Oh. <laughs> what was her name? What's her name? Mrs. Collect. Oh, okay. oh, Mrs. Collect. How does she teach when she's just crying all the time? <laughs> Why is that funny? <laughs> you try patting her back, make sure you yeah. <laughs> get her to calm down? Yeah. Why is that? I don't get it. You have a glass of grape water for her? <laughs> Anyway, uh, Mrs. Colick. Yeah, Mrs. Yeah. Colick would we would yeah. throw the papers up in the air and dance around and yeah. play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Would it be like every thirty minutes, yeah. every forty-five, maybe every For what, dancing? No, no. When, she, when she would cry. Yeah. Why is she crying? What? Why is she crying? I don't know. Oh. Every two hours. Okay, so Mrs. Was she, a, so, was she getting enough sleep? Who, Mrs. Colick? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't understand why that's fucking... God, that would have been terrible. Did you even learn anything that year? She was the best teacher I ever had. Really? really? Yeah. Wow. Love Mrs. Colick. And we're Facebook friends. I'm Facebook friends with Mrs. Colick. Yeah. Let me see your picture. Is she wiping her eyes? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she was hungry. Maybe she was hungry. Did you ask her if she was hungry? No. No? Why would I... I don't understand. Okay. So Mrs. Colick. Yeah, Mrs. You... Colick. We would dance okay. around in Madonna and throw papers up in the air. Right. Like, it's like sad Madonna songs? No, holiday. <laughs> oh, okay. So everybody else would cry, so nobody would notice that she was crying all the time. Why is she crying? <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. How long have we been saying ghosting? How long has that been in our lives? A couple Two years now? years, I think. Hey, sure. It's when you just disappear from somebody's life. You've ghosted them. Yeah. It's a hurtful thing to do, by the way. Don't ghost people. Be straight up. Uh, but now I guess the new thing is that uh, HR managers are talking about how people are no longer just ghosting people they date. Now people are ghosting their jobs. <gasps> 
Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, I have ghosted a job. No, you haven't. Yeah. When yeah. I was younger, yeah, oh, okay. I ghosted a job. 100%. What was the job? How did you do it? Working at a flour mill in Acton. Like, hey, like, you just bounced? Yeah, like Ren from Footloose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that was my uh, job. I, I was, yeah. No, uh, not a word of a lie. Ren from Footloose worked on a flour mill. I worked in a flour mill. Yeah. He was hauling bags of flour. I was hauling bags of flour. And what? Acton didn't want you to dance. And Acton didn't want me to dance. <laughs> you know, we had to go across county lines. and so you had to chase your dream and come to Toronto. Yeah, yeah. You're goddamn here when it's four to one. Um, <laughs> I could go on and on with Footloose quotes if you wow. want. We can do that all day. Listen, no, right. Hold on. Let me do that. That's fantastic, bro. That was fantastic. Yeah, so I uh, worked in a flour mill with uh, with my brother. And um, one of the things that you had to do in the flour mill, was you know when you're driving down the highway and you see like the big tanker trucks like sometimes they carry milk sometimes they carry gasoline sure. sometimes they whatever that's how they used to transport flour and uh, they would go and they would hook it up and then a giant hose would suck all the flour out of it and then they would put that flour into a silo somewhere else everything else but inside that metal tube mm-hmm. flour was all stuck to the sides of it okay and in august we had to climb in that oh, tanker yeah through a tiny little hole in the top with brooms and scrapers and scrape and sweep all this flour that was stuck to inside this metal tube how off. hot did it get in like i would say like 150 degrees because there's no air conditioning there's no there's no air there's no you air. had to keep coming up for air and then go back down that sucks that sucks. Yeah, and so we did that for two days, and then I just never went back. I ghosted them. Phone lines are lit right now. Uh, let's start with line one. Costa. Hey, buddy. How's it going? Not that I've ghosted, but working in construction, I've witnessed probably six guys in the last couple of weeks that have ghosted us. Yeah. Really? Yeah, they'll come for a day, half a day, and they just never answer phones again wow um, have any of them have you been able to reach out and actually get a hold of any of them and then have them give you the explanation as to why they didn't show up for work two of them i have and it's almost like they're scared to come back to work and yeah. i don't know why oh yeah. yeah it's tough and i imagine they're not doing uh they're doing hard work on those sites right yes and no yeah it's more like they come see the whole Thing that's going on and they just get scared they don't want to come back because it's messy or yeah. i don't know anymore messy it's yeah. construction messy, <laughs> yeah, it's messy. It's messy. <laughs> thanks costa <laughs> all right guys take Later, it easy brother hi it's ron zamoka what's your name hey taylor all right taylor have you ever ghosted a job yeah i have it was actually before ghosting was even a thing a few years ago okay um i worked at a movie theater for years and one day I was going to quit, and I heard that my boss was in a really bad mood, and I got too scared. So I didn't end up doing it, and I kind of just stopped putting in my shift availability and never showed up again. Oh, <laughs> damn. Let, let's back up here. Let me ask you a question. What could possibly have tipped your boss off who works at a movie theater to put him in a real bad mood? How bad can that get? <laughs> They were always in bad moods. It gets really busy there. But how bad can your life at a movie theater be? I don't know, but I was nervous. I was young, and I was like, all right, well, maybe I'll try again another day, and then I just never did. Wow, good for you. <laughs> right. Thanks, Taylor. That's my hometown movie theater, and I haven't been able to go back ever since. Right. Oh, snap. That's the worst. Yeah, and I love movies. <laughs> Let me read you this text that we got about ghosting at work. Okay. Worked at Oak Run Bakery, standing in the same spot for 12 hours, grabbing danishes, 
turning them and putting them in the oven. Did this to about 50,000 Danishes a day <laughs> and never went back. <laughs> wow, that is a lot of Danishes. A lot. That's a lot of Danish flipping. Hey, this is Ron Zamoka. What is your name? Hi, this is Gina. All right, Gina, what's your ghosting, uh, ghosting story? Ghosting at work, All I right. guess. Well, actually, this was uh, two months ago. So I work in the finance field. So I thought, you know, let me get a part-time job at Costco, which is two minutes away from my home. Uh-huh. You know where they give you samples as you walk through the Costco? Yeah. So I, yeah, I thought it was a pretty cool job. You know, I'll be more social because at my work, all I do is reading and reading over and over again. So I went for the first day. It was trading. Second day, I was like, man, what the hell am I doing here? This is the crappiest job ever. So after that... I just stopped responding to the manager and I and I, I still have the uniform and they kept calling me, they emailed me and I just, I was, I felt bad for quitting because I never quit a job that way. Yeah. Well, you just them. left and didn't tell anyone anything. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I feel so bad. I know the earlier guy was saying, Costa, that, you know, probably they're scared of coming back to the job because of the work stuff. Yeah. But actually being scared of actually quitting. Oh. Wait, so how far is this Costco from where you live? Literally two minutes drive away, and believe it or not, we're going for our summer um, to get flowers. We go there all the time. I had to hide my face and go in there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can't really really go back to that Costco for as convenient as it is to your proximity from where you live to where the Costco is. You really can't go back because you may run into people who know who you are, even if you don't remember what they look like. Yeah. Exactly. Well, you tell that to my parents. They're like, oh, no, we need your opinion because you do that every year. I'm like, Dad, you have to understand. You all know me. Yeah. You're everywhere. <laughs> no, that's tough. That's tough. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thank you very much for the call, Gina. Thank you. Bye. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, what's the date today you said? June 26th. What you said? <laughs> June 26th? Yeah. Hey, Maury, come in here for a sec. Uh-oh. Wait, it's, it's not Maury's birthday, is it? No, it is not oh. Maury's birthday. Uh, which year, how long ago, Yeah. on this day, June 26th, yeah. did William Clarkson Jr. submit the patent for the bicycle? Now, keep in mind, the original bicycle was on a bicycle. If you watch documentaries like I do. Which was, ones? Oh, there's like, well, all documentaries. Name one. Exit through the gift shop. Was that about a bicycle? No, he just said name one. So bicycles used to be like with that massive wheel in the front. It was called like a penny father. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Still a bicycle. No, but he's trying to paint the picture in people's minds. No, but you're you're making it sound like it's two different things. It's not two different things. It's the same thing. But it's called a penny father. It's a bicycle though. Fine. Yes. Um, Answer the freaking question. Right? Like, how difficult? Why are you going to make things so difficult, man? Just because I want to feel wanted. Um, the man asked you to come in here. 1854. 1854. Uh, no way. The patent for the bicycle had to have been later than that. Actually, no, sorry. Earlier than that. Okay. Uh, so you say How old were you when you learned how to ride a bike, Maury? Do uh, you know how to ride a bike? I have not ridden a, like a bicycle that's not stationary in about 20 years. <laughs> okay so like an exercise right like an exercise bike yeah but like one that that's actually not a, moves that's, that's, i've not ridden one right. in 20 that years that doesn't count 
Yeah, I've not ridden can a you bike in just 20 years. For once, just answer, answer a, a, question. a question that is asked. It's just, called it just, having a conversation. No, just answer it. the question. Um, 20 years. Okay. No, that's not the question. What was the question? <sighs> How old were you when you learned to ride a bike? Oh, but then you asked, have you, when was the last time you rode a bike? No, I um, didn't. <laughs> I didn't ask no, that question. You are the one that said, the last time I rode a bike was, and then you went on this freaking tangent about the gym. <laughs> right? We get it. You go to the gym. Yeah, I mean, I'm like... I remember riding a bike when I was like 12. Hey, Maury, what are you, what are you doing for lunch today? God, Portugal is beautiful this time of year. <laughs> you know, I haven't been back. <laughs> I haven't been back in five Just years. Answer. You know, I watched this documentary about Portugal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you know? Right? Okay. So anyway, if you're just joining us right now, uh, welcome to my hell. <laughs> the question was, nonsense okay, the question was, in what year on June 26, William Clarkson Jr. patented the bicycle in the U.S.? We know the date. What I'm going to say year? 1823. Oh. oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm going to stick with that okay. answer. And more, you had said 18... He said 1852. 1852. Mocha, you're very close. Like, very close. 1819. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. That's wow. really close. Because wow, of all the documentaries I watched. Right. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Wow, so Cardi B was already married. She got married even before the proposal happened on, uh, on TV. Yeah, weird. Yeah. I mean, not weird. I kind of dig that. But she did a full round of interviews. Like she, we, on ET Canada last night, we played an interview that she did with Sangita yeah. where they were talking about her wedding and like Cardi B probably spent about 10 minutes of the interview talking about how lit her upcoming wedding is going to be. Yeah. And we taped this in December. <gasps> no, you didn't. Yeah. Cause we ran the clip of it last night. We ran it in December when we did the interview and oh, she was right. talking about how lit her wedding was going to be and what she wanted and what food and what music and everything like a huge part of it and she was already married at that time oh damn because i know when her album dropped like leading up to that album for like two weeks straight yeah um people she was doing uh, all sorts of all sorts of interviews promoting the album and people were asking about her uh, relationship yeah. with offset yeah and at the time, it was like maybe a couple weeks after she had announced it, that they were expecting. Yeah, no, she. And got- there were some interviews that she was doing where people were at first were speculating that maybe they weren't together anymore. Meanwhile, they're full out married. Dude, they've been married since September. Oh my God, September. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Before he proposed on stage. Yeah. They were married. When he led the whole proposal thing, they were already married, Come which is kind of dope. I kind of like that and respect that. Like a straight up TV show. Yeah, but she's, uh, she's like, I said I do with no dress, no makeup, and no ring. I appreciate and love my husband so much for still wanting, uh, for still wanting for me to have that special moment and every girl dreams when you got down on one knee and put a ring on my finger. So Uh he's proposed after the fact, basically like the public sort of big display of affection and love. He did that after the fact they were already married when, uh, when he did that. Wow. Which is, which is kind of dope. I kind of like that, but she did like a full press tour talking about how lit her wedding's going to be. And that was in December. She'd been married for months at that point. Yeah, three months. Yeah, three months. Holy cow. Yeah, which I kind of dig. I kind of dig that. She's about to pop, too. She is about to pop. She Her belly is big. Right? big. Yeah. She's supposed to have that baby in, like, uh, I believe in August. Yeah. I don't know. I don't due. know Offset's story. What's his story? He's from Migos. He's one of the guys in Migos. Is he? Okay, yeah. cool. Oh, no. What? 
So Migos was supposed to be in Toronto with Drake for like three dates, three sold out shows at the ACC in wow. August. In August? Yeah. That's like right around due date time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I that's wonder crazy. if he's going to, what his deal is, or if he would just like fly to, into Toronto yeah. just to do those shows and then fly home wherever home is for the two of them. LA, I, I assume. I remember when Catherine was, uh, when she was due, because Roxy was born January 3rd and she was like a little bit late. Yeah. Um, I was in Niagara Falls that New Year's Eve hosting a big Niagara Falls show in front of like 100,000 people or yeah. whatever it was. And I had my phone with me. Mm. And there was like a plan on if Catherine texted on New Year's Eve while the live show was going on, there was like a plan to get me out of there. Out of Niagara Falls. Out of Niagara Falls. Out of 100,000 people. Out of 100,000 people. people, yeah. Oh. And it was, it was a pretty dope plan, but the plan had to be made because if she called, I would need to be on the road in minutes. So how would they have like it was got you through a hundred thousand people dude, and get you back it on was the crazy. QW? It was crazy. There was a plan and a path and exit strategies. Oh my God, please and tell me that there was a helicopter. There involved. was a helicopter. No, there was. I was as just an emergency that for jokes. in case something went wrong. Yeah, it just it, there was a helicopter there, so you could get home in like five minutes. <laughs> there was a helicopter there. <laughs> it was never fully relayed to me that I had access to the helicopter. It was only stated to me that there was a helicopter. Dude, that is totally. <laughs> Boss move. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. What's up, Chantel? Hi, I'm just calling. Actually, I I figured out the secret of how to get on air with you guys. How's that? When Maury answers the phone, you tell him that he's your favorite, and you want to tell you guys. But my real favorite is Roz. <laughs> How did you know? How did you? Oh, wow. When, when you answered the phone, did it sound like Maury or was Maury doing a fake yeah, voice? Yeah, I said, hi, Maury. I just wanted to say that you're my favorite. And he was like, okay, I'm going to put you on air right now. Oh, my God. Can we also <laughs> tell you, Chantel, Maury, why are you even looking at when you answered the phone right or now. when Maury answered the phone and he put you on hold, he made it yeah. seem to us like it was the most important phone call that we were going to take all morning. <laughs> and he was like, guys, you have to take this phone call. Whatever it is that you're planning on doing yeah. right now, forget it, drop it, take this call ASAP. It's really important. Yeah, no. It was just because I wanted to say that Roz is my favorite. However, I really do like Maury, uh, but it's because I truly believe that something's wrong with him. So it makes me like feel great. <laughs> 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 Maury, get in here ASAP. Drop what you're doing. Take this call right now. Chantel, uh, you are... You are actually not the first person <laughs> to tell me that. <laughs> yeah, uh, Maury, Chantel, Chantel, Maury. Hi. Hi, Maury. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thank you for diagnosing me with something. <laughs> no. no, she didn't but actually. Maury, I know why you're like that, Maury, because you're a Gemini and I'm a Gemini too. And I swear, there's just something about Geminis that's just so strange. Or awesome. And I love... <laughs> Pardon? Or awesome. I know. We we are. We are awesome, but we're not like all there. You know what I mean? <laughs> like there's an oh, element no. of crazy because you have 40 personalities. Yeah. Anyway, so you did get on. Uh, your plan worked. Thank you for... Um, I should have saw on right through this. Thanks for uh, <laughs> spoiling it for everybody else. Now they know exactly how to get on the show quick. Okay, no problem. Yeah, is to first compliment Maury, but then make him... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is so ridiculous. It shouldn't be this easy, Maury. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> Honestly, it should not be this easy. I'm going to have to start digging deeper. Yeah. That's what she said. Thanks, Chantel. Okay, have a good amazing. day. All right, bye, love. Okay, you too. 
the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, Kiss, it's Roz and Mocha. How you guys doing? Good, how are you? Uh, could be better. What's wrong? Okay, I'm just going to come out and say it. I, I live with I live with my common-law partner, I guess, and, and her mom. We also just had a son. I talked to you guys about this before. Uh, I, I don't know if you remember Shane. Yeah, I think I remember you, dude. Um, you and your girl were having a kid, and you were just kind of nervous about uh, how things would be, um, the dynamic between the two of you, how things would change in the house. But I didn't know that your mother-in-law was also there. So what's going on now? It's just issues just came up, like the nitpicking stuff. And then once we had the baby, the nitpicking just got worse. Are you talking nitpicking from your wife or are you talking nitpicking from your mother-in-law? Both. Nitpicking about what? About the baby or about you? About the baby. and I, Apparently, I, I don't know how to talk to my my wife and then at the same time her mom her mom will say certain stuff like you shouldn't put the blanket that way you should put it this way and then you should do certain stuff like this and then you should do certain stuff like that and it's just it's becoming a little too much and i just don't know how to i don't know how to deal with it i don't know how to come out and talk to them about it or talk to laura you had a conversation with your wife about it here and there is she, she tells me that I just don't know how to talk to her, apparently. We never talk. In, in situations like this, if you say anything about your mother-in-law, does your wife generally side with her, or does she sort of take a neutral ground? She mostly takes a neutral ground, and then sides with her most of the time. Okay, hmm. so ultimately she's going to side with her mother over you. Yeah. Okay, that's a problem. I, I'm just having a very, very difficult time dealing with that, that's all. Have you been able to have a conversation with your girl without your mother-in-law around? Like, have a conversation about this particular situation or about the baby? Well, for example, last night she wanted to talk, but her mom was in the next room. And it's always, the minute I come home, she's there. Why are you living with your mother-in-law? What's the situation? I, I moved in. Laura's mom was living with her, and they've been together for like 30 years. And they haven't, they haven't been apart. But now, her, her mom's going to be moving out. Maybe things will get better. I don't know. I, I don't know how to deal with it. First of all, the, the one thing that needs to happen in, in all relationships, and these are really tough conversations to have, um, you need to have the conversations about boundaries. First of all, you guys have to be going at this on the same side. Mm. And it can be completely civil. It doesn't have to be a confrontational conversation. But you need to discuss boundaries with the mother-in-law and explain to her that she plays a very important role in her grandkids' life and that she will always play an important role. And there are things that you guys are going to rely on her for. In emergencies, she's going to be the person you call. In a pinch, she's going to be the person you call. When the household is sick and somebody needs to take care of the kid, she's going to be the person you call. And she's going to get to spend some really awesome quality time with the grandkid. But boundaries are extremely important. And she can't mother your child in your house. And what about your parents? Are your parents involved in in any of this? Do you have a relationship with your folks? Have you talked to your folks about this? Well, my dad lives in British Columbia. My mom lives in New Brunswick. You guys, are you guys in love? Do you think still? Yeah, yeah, we're we're still there. Do you, do you want to make this work? 
I do want to make this. Does work. she want to make this work? Yeah, she wants to make. Okay, this work. then that's the conversation that you have to have. And when yeah. you and when you do talk to her, two things: one, just always be honest every time about how you feel with everything. Just just tell the truth and 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 speak from the heart. And you guys need to sit down and do some serious work on on your relationship and it doesn't sound like you have too far to go the one thing that you have to do which again is a difficult conversation is you have to have the conversation that it's time to grow the hell up yeah you got a family that's that's what i'm trying to say to laura but because she's 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 having a difficult time trying to split up from her mom like she's trying to you know that well yeah i mean that that dude like you said it earlier like 30 years they have never been apart from each other right so yeah. that is uh, that's going to be a very uh, sensitive subject, and it's going to be tough. You have to uh, also understand and realize that it's going to be very tough uh, for the two of them to get used to the fact that she is now a mother. She is also a wife and has to split her time from her mother to be with her new kid, to be with her husband. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, do you guys ever have that problem where as soon as you come home, they, they've had a rough day, of course. With, with the child. No, my they, life is perfect. Come on, man. Shay trying to open up to us right now. Shay trying to open up to us. Are you clowning on him? All right, yeah, sorry. Okay, so you yes, had a rough ahead. day or they had a rough day? You come home from work and what happens? It's either I have a rough day or it's both. Like, yeah. And then, then she just she just comes out with the all these nitpicks and the stuff Who's that she? I do Your wrong. girl or your mother-in-law? The girl. The girl. My girl. Here's what I'll say, man. You're going to come home from work. Yes, you have a rough day. She has a rough day. But as Roz said before, it's all about your kid. You have to grow up and put that to the side. We all have terrible days. But once you have a child, all of that changes and you need to readjust your uh, you need to readjust your attitude from what your life was like before you had a kid to what your life is like now having a kid because this life is not going to change it'll get easier but at this point because your kid is what how many months six weeks old dude you have a long long road and like it's all about your kid like who cares how you feel no offense okay who cares how you feel who cares what kind of a day you had as soon as you walk in through that door your job is dad and husband and you got to kill it at both all right i'm gonna i'll do my best all right shane thanks so much for calling in brother all right Thanks a lot, Take guys. Care, Take care, dude. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi there, it's Roz and Mocha. What's your name? Hi, Catherine. Uh, so I just wanted to call in regards to Shane that was just on the air. Yeah. Um, I, it's going to sound a little bit mean, and I'm sure there's more going on, but I think if nitpicking is his biggest problem right now, they're going to have a lot more problems in their relationship because nitpicking is something that literally every single person in the world does. I, I think that when he says nitpicking, what I think that he was meaning is that um, he walks in the house where he's fully prepared uh, to be a dad and his fathering skills are pulled apart by the mother-in-law. No, I know that. Like I said, like there's probably like more going on and I bet that it's like really annoying. But I mean, parenthood is hard anyways. Like, yeah. I don't know. My fiance and I, we both nitpick each other like 24-7. We still nitpick each other over our kids 
24-7, and they're, you know, 8-9 and nine almost now. So, But you guys are you guys are a united front, though, right? You both know that it doesn't matter what happens as long as you don't screw up the kids, right? Well, yeah, but I don't know. See, he, he doesn't have like, that. He doesn't feel that. He doesn't He doesn't walk home and, and walk into his house and feel like that he's, he's, he's united with his wife. Yeah, and, he feels and, like yeah. he's being ganged up on all the time. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like he's, like, really stressed over something that, I don't know, maybe really isn't. That huge you know what? Maybe, maybe, maybe there's there's other stuff going on in his life that uh, he didn't he didn't tell us at the yeah, time, right? Yeah, I said right. Like there's probably a lot more going on, but him and his wife definitely needs to actually like physically sit down and talk about. It. I know she's probably tired and everything else with the baby, but like I don't know. It seems like they're pretty strained at the do, moment. Do you get along with your husband's mom? Oh uh, yeah, we actually live together as well. You live oh, together yeah, as wow. well. And what yeah. are the, and what are the and what are the boundaries? I don't know. We're pretty much free reign because we I mean like we live together but it's kind of like separated. Mm-hmm. Um he she's always on his side. So I'm always left like to the back kind of thing. Sure. So I don't know. So but how do you, how do you deal with that? Comes, I kind of got a mouth on me and I I'm not like disrespectful <laughs> yeah. per se, but you know like if you're going to come upstairs and start like Running your mouth at me, I mean, you're going to get it back a little bit. So this is the situation. But, this is this is this is the reason why he called in. Was he doesn't know yeah, how to, he doesn't know how I to mean, do that. He doesn't know how to have that conversation. But you need to speak up. Like speak up. But it's Use difficult for people. It's hard for people. I know that. It's really but at hard. Some point in your life, you need to say like, look, you know, like this clearly isn't working. Like, look how strained our relationship is. That's exactly what we told him. Yeah, but I don't think he's going to. He did not well, seem that determined right. to mean, go home and have that talk. I mean, you can talk hard. to a radio show and how many people listen to you guys on average? Millions. Every single day. <laughs> yeah, millions. Like, literally. Yeah, like you're literally talking to everybody in the world. Not everybody in the world, but yeah. you know. Yeah, it's hard though and you know you know it's hard. You know it's no, hard. No, I know it's hard, but I yeah. mean like if it's really that important to you to stay together... Then... Damn, Catherine, let the man be in his emotions. <laughs> like, shoot. I can't. <laughs> like, the guy called in to share and to get advice. Yeah, but I don't yeah. feel like he was really that serious about going home and, like, talking to his wife and his mother-in-law and everything. Yeah. He I just think... kind of like, oh, yeah, okay, like, I guess. I think he just walks in the house every day and feels like he's in hell and has and uh, yeah. wants to do so much, but it's put in a position of where... Um, his effort is not encouraged or rewarded or appreciated. Yeah, no. Which is like tough. I, yeah, that is tough. It's tough when you don't want to go home because you, know, you know what's coming for you, right? It is, it is tough when you don't want to go home. And the home should be where you feel your safest and your most powerful, you know? Yeah. And most people don't feel that way at home. And it's hard. I don't know. I think his wife needs to talk to somebody, though. I mean, like, being that close to your parents is a little weird. you got to grow up at some point. Agreed. Damn, Catherine. <laughs> Leave I, I agree with you. No, I, agree. I, I agree. I I agree. But I could say that we could we I could dissect your relationship right now too. Yeah, you probably could. Yeah. <laughs> so grow the hell up, Catherine. <laughs> well, okay, my circumstances are tiny. Oh, bit you're, but yours are different. Oh, your circumstances are different. Okay. Okay, yours are different. All right, Catherine. Yeah. We gotta go. Thanks very much okay. for calling into the Roz and Mocha Show. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I saw something that is so infuriating that it almost ruined my weekend. Pants tighter than the ones that you're wearing? No, close. Oh. Worse. <laughs> what? So when you have a kid and you play games, you start to play games with kids at a really young age. Like peekaboo. One, because it's fun. Uh-huh. Uh, two, it teaches them structure, it teaches them rules, and it teaches them to be able to play. Okay. And you have to teach a kid how to lose. 
right? Okay. When they're real young, you let them win everything. But at some point, you're going to destroy your kid in checkers. And it's a good lesson. Sure. And well, with, like when you're playing ball outside and you dunk on them. Yeah. With kids and even with gr- adults, I can't play anything with somebody if they come with their own sort of quote unquote house rules or, oh, but we just play it this way. No, when you're playing a game, there's clear no. rules to a game, <sighs> right? There's clear yeah. rules to a game. What were you playing on the weekend? No, 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 no. It's worse than this. This ruins everything. So every year there's like a study that comes out and Monopoly winds up releasing some sort of press release that says 50% of people who play Monopoly cheat, okay, right? Yeah. And again, don't play a game. Don't sit down and play a game with me if you're going to one cheat or two try and say, oh, let's just forget about that rule. That's my favorite one that people try and do. Oh, let's just, we don't, let's just not do that rule. Have you actually sat down and read the rules for Monopoly? Yeah, and everybody plays Monopoly wrong, by the way, because when you land on something, you have to buy it, and nobody plays it that way. That's why Monopoly goes on. Yeah, Yes, no, you do not. That's why Monopoly goes on for five hours. I have never read the rules at all. Read the rules. Um, So now Monopoly has released Cheater's Edition. Oh, God. Have you seen this garbage? No. Okay, I'm so unhappy about this. Don't get me wrong. I hope that people still continue to have fun as a family game night raw. Uh, But this is so wrong on so many levels. So Monopoly's Cheater's Edition. Okay. Okay, following the insight that 50% of players cheat while playing Monopoly, this new version of the classic board game lets players cheat to win. You can now, quote unquote, borrow money from the bank, avoid paying rent, and skip spaces. Ah! I don't agree with those last two but rules. But beware if you get caught because somebody has to catch you. Yeah. There's a handcuff that's attached to the board that you clip on somebody's wrist. And then I guess they got to do something to then get is out he, of jail. Is this real? Yes. Uh, in there's another, a handcuff on the board. Yes. In another oh, new twist, this cheater's version of Monopoly removes the banker role from the game. So each player controls their own money flow to and from I the bank. I don't agree with that at all. Wait, that's too you're easy saying to borrowing cheat. money from the bank is... The that's not no part quote of the unquote rules? borrowing, Maury. Quote unquote, oh, quote unquote meaning if you go to reach for your piece and you palm a hundred and oh. you can bring it back into your stack. That's a great idea. That's what you're allowed to do only if you get I... caught, right? What are they smoking over there? A monopoly. Thank you. So my thing is this you try and teach kids to play by the rules and to lose because that's life. It's hard. And then they come out with a version of a game that allows people to do all those yeah. things. To I don't cheat. agree with that. I I'm, don't not ag- da- I'm not down with no. that idea. No, no, no. So it's teaching them also to rob from a bank. If you're playing crazy eights yeah. and you throw down a two and then somebody throws a two on top of that, the person picks up four, right? Yeah. Yes. People not don't five. like that rule. People don't like that Why, rule. What are you supposed to do? Pick up eight? No, just pick up the two. Man, I don't know. Play by the rules in life. <laughs> People. Why do I have a feeling playing board games with you is just not fun? Well, Maury, listen, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Everything with Ross is not I'm fun. I'm a fun guy. No, uh, I'm fun. I'm fun. Uh-huh. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hey, Roz and Mocha, what's up? Who's this? Oh, my God. How are you? <laughs> Doing great. What's your name? I'm Patricia, but I'm calling... For my daughter, she's right beside me. Yeah. Very special day today. It's her grade eight grad and her birthday. Wow, oh, nice. And What's your daughter's she name? Her, 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 
Hi. Hi. What's her name? Alize? Alize. Oh, oh. Alize. Isn't Damn. that a booze? Yeah. Uh, spelled differently, but yes. Right. Gotcha. <laughs> Wait, did you name your daughter after the booze? Um, I actually didn't name her. My uncle picked that name, so I guess he must have been thinking about drinking. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> so you're, you're at a grade eight. Yep. Going into high school, right? Or is it the yeah. same school? No, no, I'm going into high school. Going into high school. How do you feel about that? Uh, kind of nervous. Yeah, what are you nervous about? I don't know. Everybody says there's so much homework. I don't like homework already. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. Yeah, nobody likes homework. Now, are you going into uh, a high school with friends that you already have from elementary school? Or is this a situation where it's a brand new high school and you're got to make all new friends? No, no, no. I have some friends coming with me. Oh, okay, cool. And so what have you heard about high school? What are some of the things that maybe you weren't allowed to do in junior high that you are now allowed to do in high school? During high school, you're allowed to leave school grounds, like to go for lunch and yeah. stuff, right? You oh, are. yeah, that's a big deal. Go get your slice of pizza, yeah. get your hamburger and fries. Yeah. In elementary, in grade eight, you're not allowed to do Well, in my school, you're not allowed to do that. Yeah, you had to get permission from your folks. Yeah. That's so wild. Well, uh, congratulations. Thank you. Also, I've been listening to you guys since I was six years old. Uh, Oh, God, thanks. Years. And, 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 and how old yeah. are you now today? I'm 14. Right. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, that's great. great. Fantastic. <laughs> you laugh every morning whenever oh. I go to school. Uh, you're Sometimes great. Sometimes I'm laughing so hard, like tears come out of my eyes. Oh, you're <laughs> well, that's so amazing. Me too. Mom too. You're so, you guys are so wonderful, and we will never get tired of hearing these stories of people that have, l- have actually grown up with the show. And your fans will never get tired of calling in. Oh. No, well, please call it. You have our number. Save it. Uh, as a favorite, save it in your contacts and call us anytime. Before we let you guys go, Patricia, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? You know what, my loves? I am never going to pick like I would never have a favorite child. I'm never going to have a favorite one of you. You're all my favorite. No, deep down inside, I know you have a favorite child. Exactly. So deep between down, Roz and Mocha, who <laughs> is your favorite? Not going to do it. I don't can I, can I just tell Okay, listen to the, the example that you're setting right now. So you got a daughter graduating grade eight. She's going right. into high school. She's going to be going into the world. And what you're giving her a prime example of right now is somebody who refuses to answer a simple question. That's right. Stick to your guns. <laughs> no, it's not stick to your guns. It's a very simple question. You have to no. be, Listen, if somebody asks you what you believe in in this world, you better damn well have an answer for them. So when somebody asks you who's your favorite between Raz and Mocha, you better have an answer. You call in. You know the rules. And my friend, and when I'm asked a question, I will answer honestly from the heart. And honestly from the heart, right now, I don't have a favorite. Okay. I love you guys both. If one of you were to leave the show, knock on wood, God forbid, would not be the same, either one of you. Okay. And Maury, of course, icing on the cake. Okay, let's talk to the let's talk to the real adult in the car. Ali Zay, who's your favorite between Roz and Mocha? I, I think the exact same as my mom. We're literally twins. Oh okay. my god, you're gonna do terrible okay. in high school. Yeah, kid. I'm surprised you're graduating today. To be honest We're with you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, can't believe anybody's giving you a diploma. <laughs> no. Guys, I give you guys a big kiss, big hug from all of us, all of you. All Thank right. you for making every day special for my daughter, for myself. Uh, you, you guys have a wicked, wicked day. And uh, Ali Zay, uh, happy graduation, happy birthday. Enjoy your summer. Thank, Thank you. you. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. It's uh, Roxy's last day of school today. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's weird. They finish on a Tuesday. That's all good. Um, I think we called her uh, last year on her last day of school as well. She's yeah. wrapping up grade two. Nice. Um, let me see if Catherine's up.
Alright. Here, I'll text you the number. Well, I have it. Stop it. It's so weird. And I've been saying this for years, but it's so weird that you have my girlfriend's phone number memorized. Yeah, top of the dome. It's so weird. One of the most important people in my life. Stop it. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Roxy? Yeah. Okay. Why did you put the phone to your mouth, dude? <laughs> Rox. Hello. Yeah. Hi, baby. How are you? Good. Good. What you doing? I'm on. Oh my god, the phones! Why does everybody in my family have a terrible phone? Uh, can you go? Or where are you? In the, are you in the bedroom? No. No. Are you in the living room? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. There we go. Now we can hear you perfectly. Mocha's here too. Hi, Rox. Hello. Uh, today's your last day of school, huh? Mm-hmm. Are you excited? How do you think your year went? Good. What are you doing for your last day of school? Do you know? We have to have an assembly. Yeah. Oh, okay. But they give out awards and stuff too, though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But okay. it takes forever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> do you know if you're getting an award or is it like a big secret? Everyone gets an award. Oh, everyone does. Yeah. Which award do you get? No clue yet. Uh, listen, I just wanted to say um, to you that you know this. I'm super proud of you. I think you're a great kid. I think you did real great at school this year. And you and me and Mama Jama are going to have the best summer ever. I hope she swims a lot more. Oh, yeah, because Mom didn't do a lot of swimming last year. Mm-hmm, only twice. <laughs> hey, right. Roxy, uh, are you going to teach me how to swim this year or what? Yes. Right, yeah, cool. I got the floaties and everything. She said, uh, I'm teaching how to move his arms and legs. Yeah, and then we're going to, what are we going to do with the pool noodle? We're going to wrap it around Mocha's neck so it's just his head bobbing up and down, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That'll look weird. <laughs> uh, anyway, buddy, I don't want to take up your entire morning. Um, I love you so much, and just have a great day. And every uh, every night so far, we've been doing high five for five days left of school, and then oh, high nice. four for four days left of school. High three, high two. Last night we were doing high ones, and uh, and we're done with that because the summer starts tonight. What? Yes. Congratulations, Rocks. We love you. Thank you. Okay, buddy. Are you going to come in one day and tell jokes with Maury? Yes. Yes. Okay, cool. I love that. All right. Uh, have a wonderful day. I love you, kid. Oh, can I tell you a quick joke that I did last night? Sure. Okay, so hold a cauliflower to your... Do you know what cauliflower is? Yes. You hold a cauliflower to your ear and you say, if you have no one to call, cauliflower. That is a terrible joke. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ross. Uh, thanks, buddy. I love you. Bye. Love you. The Ros and Mocha Show Podcast. So they arrested two gay swans in Austria. What? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Say that again. I said they arrested two gay swans in Austria. I didn't know swans could be gay. Swans Not could, that there's anything wrong with that. No. Live your life. Live your life, little swan. And they don't know if it's a full gay relationship because it could also be that swans are very aggressive and one male swan could have actually forced the other male swan to be his gay partner and okay. the other male swan may not have actually been gay. So, so these particular swans that were, you're talking about in this situation... Uh, male, female, male, male. Okay, and very aggressive. So they were set. They had set up a nest, and it was by a lake. And for the past two years, these swans, 
the gay swans have been attacking anybody who came near them or the nest. Well, yeah, leave them alone. Let them live their lives. So this is uh, Franz uh, Steinegger, the mayor of Grunsley, Austria, with Dammit Mori. What? Yeah. Hi, is Franz Steinegger there, please? Yeah. This is the mayor, Mayor Franz? Yeah. Okay, so you know the gay swans? You, you've heard about the swans that are gay? Yeah. How did you know they were gay? Uh, we have some experts which knows the wild, uh, the wild swans very well. He's a, a gay expert or a swan expert? A swan expert. Yes, yeah, swan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. This is getting ridiculous Okay, now. so what happened was... Oh, no. Do you, you think we're at the point of ridiculous? Oh, we have not even touched on ridiculous yet. So, and the mayor will tell this, but I believe what had happened was, is that the two gay swans had set up a nest and they were living a life, playing house. Yeah. Attacking people who came by. Stay away from my man. Right. But instead of an egg that was in the nest, because they didn't have an egg, they didn't have a baby. They were protecting something in the... They were protecting something in the nest. Yes. Which was what? A plastic cup. (laughs) Hold on. Okay, what? Listen to the mayor. What exactly happened? You arrested the swans. Tell me the story. (laughs) What happened? We uh, saw that the swans are aggressive to the swimmer and attacked them. Um, It was a dangerous situation. They made a nest as... Every swan wants to do, but uh, in the nest they just had a, a, a plastic cup, a cup, mm-hmm. something like that, uh, which they found and then they uh, sit on on it, <laughs> and and this of course maybe thought this is their egg and they now want to sit on it. They sat on the cup. But they sat on the cup. And where do swans invest their cash? I don't know. The stork market. Stork market, okay. Thank you very much. Okay, so... Okay. So, yeah, so they found a plastic cup, and the one swan was like, this right there, that's our baby. And the other swan was like, okay, I guess that's our baby. And then they sat on the plastic cup as if it was their egg, built a big, huge nest, and then protected that cup from anybody who came near them, like violently attacking swimmers uh, at this lake. You know, they were after the cup. And they were actually thinking about euthanizing these two <gasps> swans. Because they sat they were, on the cup. They sat on the <laughs> cup. And so they didn't, so they brought in the experts, and they arrested them, basically. So now they're in some sort of wildlife reserve. Are they together at least? That's what we don't know. Like, don't separate them. We don't know. They may have forced the gay couple, the gay swans to break up. We don't know. I don't know if they're still together. I don't know. But yeah, they had a cup. They sat on the cup. (laughs) (laughs) And that is the story of the two Austrian gay swans. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hi, it's Ron Zamoka. Who's this? Hi, Mocha. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Hello, Falco. Pretty good. I wanted to talk about something um, with Ron. Ron's phone! Yeah, hi. Hey, Ron. How you doing? Good, buddy. How you doing? Pretty good. Um, basically, I think it was a couple weeks back. Oh. Um, I, yeah, yeah. He's going to remember. Ron's got a <laughs> bad memory. No, no, no. He's going to remember. Um, he was on Instagram, and I think his toes were painted. 
And I said, hey, why is your toes painted? And then I searched through his thing and found out he had a daughter. And then he replied to me and said, hey, man, they were painted before I had a daughter. Yeah. This guy's funny. (laughs) They were. My, I will, I will tell you, I'll tell you this. I try to figure it out when somebody commented on because I hurt another toe again. And I always put my injuries on Instagram. Yeah. Um, that's when I hit it with the hedge trimmer. And I, oh. yeah, and I, and I thought I lost the end of the toe. Oh, no. Which but, toe? Uh, the, the middle, the two middle ones. But it oh, just, no. just hurt the nail. So I'm just going to lose another nail, which yeah. is fine. Happens oh. all the time. Blech. I've lost five nails now on that foot. Oh, God. Oh, man. Um, but so my toenails have been painted. I try to figure this out. I have had some sort of paint on my toenails consistently in my life, probably from, I'm going to say the better part of. Don't say 19 something. Oh, yeah. 19 something. Oh, easily God. 19 something. Yeah. Eas- uh, easily 19 something. And back in the day. Okay, wait. 1990 yeah. something or 1980 uh, something? I used, well, I used to paint everything in the 80s. My oh, face, wow. my everything. Right. Your face? Yeah, I used to wear makeup. I was a glam rock what? kid, man. Totally. Oh, man. I used to wear a ton of makeup, even throughout the, the, the 90s and stuff like that. I would still do that. Um, but, oh, my, wow. but my toes have always been painted, and I never do black. Like, everybody expects you to have black toes. I never do sure. black. I always do super bright candy colors. Yeah. Because that's what I like. So my toes, my toes are always What's painted. What's your favorite color? Uh, uh, a color red, called... Red. Shut up. No, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a color called uh, Beach Party. Um, what is it called? What, beach Body? No, not Beach oh, Body. Oh, my gosh. What's it? Pool Party. Yeah, the Pacific color. It's a color. Yeah, it's a color called what Pool Party. Pool party. Pool party. It's kind of like an orangey, hot pink kind of color. Okay, like yeah. a neon. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's dope. It's neon. Yeah, okay. So years ago, um, when I was, I don't even know, maybe like 13 years ago, the Globe and Mail did an article on guys who um, uh, manscape and trim and go above and beyond. And yeah. they included me in the article because somebody had tipped them off that I paint my toenails. And so the Globe and Mail did an article on how I paint my toenails, if you can even believe that. <laughs> Oh, wow. And the hate I got from it at the time was incredible. Serious? Yeah. Somebody called me a, what was the word that they used? It was really, I was actually quite impressed by it. Am I going to have to bleep this? Uh, Yeah, you might. Yeah. They called me, I think a perverted Or they they alluded to the fact that I was a danger to children. Are you serious? Yeah, it was. They went off on me. People really, really went off on me. And uh, and it was it was quite shocking. But yeah, I know the Globe and Mail years ago did. And I don't even know if it's online anymore, but they did an article and I took a picture of me uh, sitting on sitting on the set of E.T. Canada in a suit (laughs) with my shoes off. And they they sent a photographer to take a picture of my feet for their article. (laughs) It was really wild, really wild. Yeah. But this was before social media and stuff like that so i don't know if you can even find that like i didn't post it anyway yeah yeah that's crazy does that answer your question sir yeah it answered my question when i saw it and he replied to me i was dying for like five minutes <laughs> he's a really funny guy funny guy did it encourage you to uh to want to paint your toes no 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 i just said hey he's a brave guy that's uh-huh. all I said. It's, there's nothing brave about it dude that's not brave painting your toes is not oh. brave oh it is it's not it's not after i saw that you had a daughter i'm like oh you know what it makes sense she did it up for but, no. No, but, but the point said, is before nope. roz even had a daughter <laughs> the point is that he had always painted his toes so daughter yeah. or no daughter his toes that's still to him. this day yeah. would have been painted 
painted. You know what? I guess he just likes to look pretty. That's all. Shut up, dude. <laughs> okay. So now the real question between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? I'm gonna say Roz because he was on Instagram talking. So I'm gonna say Roz because I because I replied to you on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. And I, you made me laugh. I was laughing. Man, I, I got to go reply to everybody on Instagram. All those people. All those people I've been ignoring for years. Uh, <laughs> hey, thank you so no, much for calling in today, brother. Right on. All right. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. Eh? Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I used to love roller coasters. Oh, I still do. Yeah, I mean, no, don't get me wrong. I still do. I just don't know if I can do them. Why? I, I did a somersault in the pool last week, and, yeah. my, and, I, and, my, and it was almost too much for my stomach. A somersault. In the pool. Yeah. <laughs> I did somersault. And I was like, whoa. What happened to you, man? I don't know. I don't know what happened. When was the last time you went on a, on a coaster? Uh, like a like a loop coaster? Sure. <laughs> well, no, because there's some coasters that don't loop. Yeah. Which I'm okay with. Like ghoster coaster. No, no, no. Because we went to Disney and, and, and we did a bunch of their coasters that don't loop. Yeah. Um, and I'm fine with those because I like going fast, right? You know me. Too, too fast, too furious. Yeah. I right? Know. That's how uh-huh. I live my life. Totally. One quarter mile at a time. Sure. Um, no, but I just don't know if I could do the loop. I don't right. know. I haven't, I, I haven't done that yet. Yeah. When was the last time you think? Jeez, I, I don't even know. Like 15 years ago? More? More. Yeah. 20, 20 years ago since I've been on a loop-de-loop? No. Back in the day when people still called it a loop-de-loop? <laughs> <laughs> Back when Wonderland still had the ride called uh, the, the Top Gun ride? Top Gun. They don't have Top Gun anymore? It's called something else. Oh, but it's, it's, the, the, it's the same, it's the oh, same the coaster? Same thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same coaster, but a uh, different ride. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know if I can do that, but I love like... I love the speed of roller coasters. I love the anticipation of roller yeah. coasters. I love, like, I go on the rides at the X. Sure. Like, there's one crazy one. I think it's called, like, Mousetrap or something like that at the X, which oh, yeah. is just a bonkers ride. It's really fun. Like, I dig it. Uh, David Moore hates roller coasters. I know. He won't go. No, I know. Tried many times, years. I, I just gave like up. The, uh, what is it that you don't like about coasters, more? I don't like that feeling of a sudden drop. You right. Know, I don't like when you feel that there's nothing below you. Yeah. I can't do it. You know that feeling when you go down a roller coaster and you're lifting out of the chair? Yeah, it's called gravity. Oh, I hate <laughs> gravity. Yeah. <laughs> so it keeps you grounded. Yeah. So, so, go away gravity. So it's not the loops. It's not the anything else. It's just the drop. Oh, I hate the loops. I hate, oh, no, okay. no, no. I went on, on a kid's roller coaster once with Mocha and there's a sudden moment where you're sitting there and then the floor gives out and boom, you go down. Yeah. Oh, I hated the boom you go down. Oh, no, I know. But you know what? It's like. We never went on a roller on a roller coaster? It was like some sort of ride, the ghoster coaster, and then it dropped suddenly. Like it dropped like maybe a foot. Oh. And I went, ah! <laughs> and you went, what? Ah! Right, yeah. Uh, but no, the I used to spend summers like just, I would save my money to buy a Canada's Wonderland ticket yeah. and then take the go bus there. Oh, hell to yeah. To just do coasters all day long. Yeah. Like that would just be I, it like all day I long. I felt so bad for my dad when I was growing up because he took me out of hockey because. of you? Yeah, because oh. he took me out of hockey because I wouldn't play hockey. And I remember one time we were at Wonderland, and he- I'm not even listening to you right now. <laughs> such a good bird. Enjoy this moment, Maury. Okay, sorry. Right, what happened? Go. Your dad took you out of hockey. He took me out of hockey because I wouldn't play hockey. I, like, right. He signed me up. He wasted all the money in hockey, and I wouldn't play hockey. Then there was a time we went to Wonderland, and he's like, "I can't take you to Wonderland anymore because I'm paying to get you to go into this, and you're just standing there. You're not doing anything at Wonderland." He took. He signed me up for baseball. I wouldn't play baseball. Like I wasn't the boy he wanted me to be. Oh, we're gonna have this <laughs> oh, conversation no. now. <laughs> we're going oh. down a sad, sad road, boys. <laughs> let's just let's just play the Charlie Puth song. Anyway, just, <laughs> that was a real fun conversation for yeah, a while, th- huh? Thanks, man. <laughs> 
the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Finally watch Incredibles. Oh, you did? Not the sequel. The oh. one that came out 14 years ago. Oh, snap. Would because you- we were talking about it last week. Yeah. And for and I don't know why or how, but yeah. in 2004, when the first Incredibles came out, that I completely missed it. Yep. That happens. Completely. Yeah. There was a lot that I missed that I had to catch up with years later. So well, I think it was like on Friday night. Yeah. It was either Friday or Saturday night. Yeah. We just hit up Rogers on demand. And what did you think? I loved it. Yeah, it's great. I thought right? it was a fantastic yeah. movie. Yeah. And and when you see The Incredibles now, you're like, why did it take 14 years to do a sequel? So that's what my wife... So I don't know if you know the answer. But I don't that, actually know oh, the answer. Oh, neither do I. Because my wife was like... Oh. So how is it that the sequel only came out now? Yeah, I don't know the answer to that because it makes, it, there's not a lot of it more. Can you find out if there's a definitive reason why The Incredibles, not find out, don't give me what you think. No, I, I ended you know. Okay, so hold, hold on one second. Because what makes no sense with The Incredibles is that was sort of at the time of like Toy Story and all these movies where once you realize that you had a hit, you cranked out the sequels as fast For as sure. you can. And in animation world, that's two and a half years, mm-hmm. you know, earliest in between you know in between films but uh, but to go 14 years because incredibles and, killed at the box office yeah and this even weekend. still with incredibles 14 years later getting that sequel yeah. dominating yeah and breaking all sorts of records and fans are still going out to see the movie so Dan and Maury, do you it, have the answer? I interviewed the director Brad Bird, as did many, and everybody who asked him this, they, they all got the same answer from Brad, which was we had everybody involved had other projects at the time. We all wanted to do really. A Craig sequel. T. Nelson had something else going on. No, I imagine no, other I'm not, people I don't behind mean, the scenes. I think he means the voice cast. No, I mean behind the scenes. <laughs> Craig T. Nelson. He's like, well, I don't know. I think they're. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're doing another Poltergeist. They may need me for. Have you seen his calendar? <laughs> Yeah. I heard through the grapevine that they're bringing back my hit TV show, Coach. <laughs> Coach was a great show. <laughs> I wouldn't mind that reboot. Uh, but yeah, Incredibles in week two still did $80 million. Damn! Right? Really? Yeah. Yeah, it did. So they just had they, a- so they, Everybody behind the scenes, not Craig T. Nelson, everyone behind the scenes right. had their own individual things. They all wanted to do it. Like and Craig it just T. Nelson's took this long for everyone to sit down and actually start working on the story. But, but the cool years, thing was man. is that you look at the first one, you look at this one, it really does just continue. Yeah, no, I know. But what's the, I understand Spoiler that. Alert, and may, it went and may, from and, the end? And maybe it's it's an ownership thing or whatever, but you've seen this before with movies where the studio has a sequel planned and regardless of who's available, they will just fill slots because you see that with Creed. Yeah, right. So Ryan Coogler could not do the sequel to Creed because he wanted to do Black Panther, but they didn't wait for him. No, they had to they had to move along. They just moved along. But I think with Pixar, like Toy Story and all those other ones, they really do work with the same people. They're all the same all people, I yeah. guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Toy Story, there was many years between them. And but stuff. anyway, so Incredibles 2 still did $80 million this week in the box Isn't that office. incredible? Yeah, Mori Mocha saw Incredibles 1 for the first time. Yeah. So you will see Incredibles 2 when? In 14 years? Yeah, in about 14 in years. In about 14 years. <laughs> I can't wait, guys. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So, Scarlett Johansson. The story had always been floating around that she had quote unquote auditioned to be Tom Cruise's wife. What? Did you ever hear that story? No. No? Yeah. So, it was all run through the. For a movie? No. All done through the Church of Scientology. 
For real life. Yeah, for real life. So when Tom Cruise had split with Nicole Kidman, yeah. the Church of Scientology, the story was that they were having meetings with young sort of starlets. And I don't know whether they knew going in that they were auditioning to play the part of Tom Cruise's wife or if they came in under sort of other pretenses and then found out that it was to be Tom Cruise's wife. And Scarlett Johansson was one of the big names that had come out of that. I think Vanity Fair did, a, did, a, did a, alluded to this. And it's, this story's been around for quite a while, like a real long time, like since the early 2000s. Wow. And on Megyn Kelly's show yesterday, um, a guy named Brendan, I think his name is uh, Ty, started talking about this. How Scarlett Johansson was one of the people who auditioned to be Tom Cruise's wife, and then yeah. what? And then it eventually, when it all sort of settled down, um, Tom Cruise wound up marrying Katie Holmes. Katie Holmes, <gasps> and kept her locked in the basement. And kept her locked in the basement. So Scarlett Johansson says this: the very idea any person auditioning to be in a relationship is so demeaning. I refuse for anyone to spread that idea that I lack the integrity to choose my own relationship. Only a man, a.k.a. Brendan Ty, would come up with a crazy story like that. So he's a former Scientologist. Uh-huh. Was she ever in, into Scientology? I don't know. That I don't know, okay. but I don't know if that mattered. I think that they were just sort of testing people to find out if they would be into this. Like, why would she be in that building? Or yeah. who knows if it was even at that And building. so he was on Megyn Kelly to uh, discuss his experience as a member of the Church of Scientology and claim that he came across reports of women who auditioned to date crews. And he alleges that one of them was Scarlett Johansson. Wow. And I remember hearing this story back in the day. And I know that it was like 2012 when Vanity Fair did a piece on this as yeah. well. So this is a story that's been out there. And Scarlett Johansson only now for the first time is saying that uh, the whole thing is the whole Wait, thing. Why is would BS. you only be saying it now? I don't know. Why because, wouldn't she, like six years ago, right? Be one of the first to come out and be like, "Yo, my name is in this article." Yeah, it, it's not true at yeah. all. Yeah. See, I always thought because the Church of Scientology and their power, because in 2012 she was not the star that she is now. Yeah. And maybe it would have hurt her career. Maybe they could have done damage to her career. Right. Like the Illuminati. Like the Illuminati, because they've been known to do that. And so, yeah, so uh, Scarlett Johansson, which I never thought that she was going to comment on this, but she did, uh, on the idea that she, at one time, auditioned to be the wife of Tom Cruise. <laughs> she said no. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Am I making a mistake going to the... Because our cottage has no air conditioning. Oh, boy. Right? And I did that deliberately. Because you like the fresh air. Yeah, I did it. You deliberate. like opening the doors and the yeah, windows. Yeah, because my, my philosophy is is this. And because I know I a lot of people are going to be sitting on the 400 and the 401 and everything else. Like There's a lot of people that are getting out of town this weekend and cottaging this weekend. Because it's rare. It's, it's Canada Day. But Canada Day actually falls on the weekend. So it's a proper long weekend. Yeah. As opposed you to when Monday you, off. Yeah, because you, normally like, you know. My God, is there anything worse than when Canada Day is on a Wednesday? That happened a few years ago. Yeah. And it sucked. What do you do? It sucks. So this is a jewel right now. It's such a gift this weekend. And so everybody's getting out of town. And I know that when um, when we were putting the cottage together, they they had a, we discussed air conditioning. And I had said, no, because I like when 
you go to a cottage because I used to love going to, to friends, cottages and family and stuff like that. And I like when it's hot out, I prefer all the doors and windows open and everybody outside because when you have air conditioning and it's hot out, all the doors and windows are closed and everybody's inside. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I just want people outside. I want everybody just running around outside, but I didn't anticipate for Jamaica hot, right? I, I didn't know. Yeah. I wasn't anticipating 47 with no AC. Yeah. You know, 29 point, with no AC, you can manage under a sure. ceiling fan. Yes. And every now and then, Especially if you have a cottage that's like along the lake or whatever, yeah. you get that little bit of lake breeze. Yeah. So you feel nice, but that breeze coming in off the lake <laughs> this weekend yeah. is just going to be straight up heat. No, it is. And we do. And uh, and I was talking to Roxy because she just wants to, she's like, I'm going to be in the pool all weekend. And I was like, yeah, cool. And the, I didn't have the heart to tell her that the the temperature of the pool right now is probably sitting at about 96 oh my god (laughs) (laughs) oh no yeah that's real hot it's been it's been been covered for two weeks oh no (laughs) ross and mocha q and a Ask Roz and Mocha. This is a podcast exclusive. By the way, uh, if you haven't done so yet, rate and review the Roz and Mocha Show podcast wherever it is you download your podcast from iOS, Google Play as well. Uh, we got like five stars right across the board. We appreciate all the comments. So get on that. Uh, we always like to have somebody who listens to the show on with us to ask their question uh live on the podcast um we have adam leslie joining us today what's going on adam how are you i am great <laughs> thank you for joining us on the podcast uh where are you listening from uh chilliwack bc oh nice cool. 100, 100k east of van there you go wow we appreciate the love bro yeah i didn't know you guys were in toronto until uh the podcast oh no no i listened to them back to front yeah oh that's dope that's, that's great amazing all right so adam out uh out west what is your question okay so mine was a hypothetical question sure um a few days ago i was listening to one of the podcasts where you were talking about uh roxy not being allowed to uh move to montreal or date somebody who's a fan of montreal or whatever right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, my daughter is eight and a half by the way yes <laughs> yeah yes. <laughs> ross hates my, montreal uh, loves montreal but so hates the, like the, the canadians and stuff right okay so uh, yeah, your hypothetical is what if cruz was the same age as roxy okay so mocha's son mocha's son is cruz Hold so, on, my kid's only okay. like 14 months old, though. Yes. I know. It's uh, hypothetical. This is why it's hypothetical. Okay, hypothetical. If they were okay. the same age. Yeah. And in a few years, they were both 14. Yeah. yeah. And he was interested in dating Roxy. Yeah. yeah. Would Roz be okay with that? Or would he try and discourage him from it because you guys are best friends? Uh, so no. would it be weird for Roz? No, I would be fine with it. You would? I would have to be fine with it. I, um... Yeah, my God. Why would I have a problem with it? Because we're coworkers. You guys are like best friends. What do you guys like feel like family kind of? No. Jeez, my God. You could you could be so lucky to wind up with fantastic in-laws, you know? Like most people wind up with horrible in-laws. I it's I think it's different when you have boys and when you have girls because the the sort of old thing that a lot of guys are you know I'm gonna get the shotgun and there's no way she's gonna date until she's 18 and no guy better come around. I think that that's a weird move for a man to make. You know, if you want your daughter to grow up and be successful and feel independent and feel like she's been given freedom and that she has people in her life who trust her, why am I going to set her up out of the gate that 
she has to have my permission to date somebody. Like she needs no, the permission. permission. She needs the That's permission of a of a of a man to in order to fall in love with another man. Like it's a weird it's a weird setup when when dads start doing that whole I'm going to be the crazy protective father to their daughters thing. I never understood it. Hey Adam, let me ask you a question. Are you are yeah. you married? Do you have kids? What's your life like? I have a four year old son, four and a half. Okay, so like I, I would be curious to know how you would react in a situation. Let's say if one of your close friends uh, has a daughter and your son wanted to to date the daughter, or uh, that daughter wanted to date your son. I'd make sure it was really respectful and <laughs> be like, "Do not be a punk." Yeah, but also if you raise your kid right, she's going to recognize when somebody's being a punk, and you don't have to say that. Oh yeah, you know, like here's my is for my life, right? For your own life, you you want a few things. You want uh. You want somebody to laugh with. You want somebody to spend your time with. You want somebody that you can trust. You want somebody that you have great sex with. You want all that stuff for yourself. <laughs> I want all that stuff for my kid. How could you not? Like, if you want that for yourself, and to you, that's what a great life is. That's what I want for my kid. I want my kid to grow up and you know find somebody who makes her laugh and that she can trust, and they have great sex, and they tr- and uh, they have a wonderful life together. That's that's what you want. That's can I tell that's you life. who. If it were a situation where my son and Roz's daughter were dating, hooked up, got together, whatever, yeah. can I tell you the one person who would have the most, like, the hardest time with this is? Yeah, who's that? Is Dammit Maury. Oh, my God. Because, so, because oh, I was, knowing... It wasn't bothering me at all. I'm like, that's cute. Oh. Because knowing <laughs> that then, like, you and I, Ron, would be, would, family. Would be family and hanging out, like, even more, like, spending Christmases <laughs> together and, like, New Year's Eve oh, and, yeah. like, summers at the cottage. Well, see, now yeah. you're making it. <laughs> <laughs> it was cute. All right, Adam. Hey, thanks for, the, uh, thanks for the question, man. We really appreciate it. No problem. All right. All right take Care, dude. Uh, next question is from Sabrina. Why is Roz Weston liking pictures of artificial grass on Instagram? I promise I'm not a creep. Hold on, what? So I like a lot of different things on Instagram. I have a lot of different interests, yeah. and I got real interested the other day in artificial grass because it's beautiful and it's fake, and I can relate. Hold on, so- people actually <laughs> check what other people click like on. I just got that. <laughs> But I didn't know that you could find out what pictures people like oh, on Instagram. Oh, yeah, dude. Can you? Do you want me to show you? No. Oh, oh I'm reevaluating everything I've ever done Are on you Instagram. Sure? As am I. Hold on. So. How do you see what pictures people have liked? More, you're a super creep. You okay. don't know how to do this? Okay, here we go. Ready? You know how to do this. Yeah, don't lie, do. Maury. Of course you know how. <laughs> You're like Why are you lying right now, bro? Because I don't want people to see what I'm clicking like no. on. Yeah, you know. So look, when you open Instagram, right? Yeah. And you're on your the 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 home scroll. Yeah. If you go one to the third button, the heart. Yeah. Click on that. Okay. And then you see like people who follow you, uh, people who've liked your posts, what posts that they've liked. Okay. Yeah. And at the top right, it says you. So that's all the information I just gave you. Okay. If you swipe over and click yeah. following. I've never clicked on this before. What is this? I've never seen this page before. I can go and everyone that I'm following, I can now see their activity on Instagram. Like, for example, if you start following someone, it'll say at Roz Weston started following what? whoever. Or it will show me uh, whose pictures that you've liked most recently. Oh, but what about my privacy? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't exist, bro. Oh no. No, your privacy okay. does not exist. All right, that changes that changes everything. On to the next one. I didn't need to know about that. <laughs>
here we go. If you only had $100 left, what would you spend it on and why? Maury? Food. <gasps> food. What foods? Be specific. It's, it's your last 100 bucks. Of my last $100, I would yeah. probably get one of my favorite meals, like pad thai or something like that. But the problem is I would Uber Eats it, which so half of that would go to the delivery fee. <laughs> right. <laughs> if I had $100 left. Oh, and gelato. Go gelato. Yeah. I would... Uh, okay, my kid loves pasta. Mm. So I would get the uh, the biggest bowl of pasta for him to enjoy. And my wife loves flowers, so I buy her flowers. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How about you? If I had $100 left? Yeah. Jeez. Um, I would probably make a decision for the family. So I would probably do something eventful that would put us all in a great mood and we would laugh. So we would have spent our last $100 on a really good time together as a family. Yeah. That's oh, nice. This made yeah. me sound really selfish. Yeah. Also gelato, Maury. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, summer bucket list. Yeah. Uh, or one thing you have to do each summer. Do you, have, do you have a summer bucket list? I do. The one thing that I really, really, really want to do this summer yeah. is learn how to uh, barbecue ribs because I've never done ribs on my own before. Right. Um. On on the on the grill and yeah. like just just doing it right. I told you the trick though. You got to get the sous vide. Yeah. You got to sous vide ribs first. It's game changing, and you can go online and you can buy like just the the stick. I bought one called Anova, I think it is, and it's it's quick. You put it in a pot or like a Rubbermaid, and you and I sous vide my ribs uh, for twenty four hours. Wow, that's a long time in the in the sous vide, and then when you take it out, you could pop the bones just right out of it, and then you just drench it in whatever sauce you like, yeah, and throw it in the oven or throw it on indirect heat on the grill, and you're done. Your yeah. rib life is done. So like that's, that's just it. That's one thing. Yeah. And the second thing I want to learn this summer yeah. is how to swim. Is how to swim. Yeah. Oh, this is the summer, huh? This is the summer. Wow. Because I don't know how to swim. Yeah. So this is the summer Jeez. I'm going to, uh, I really want to learn. Do you know how to ride a bike? Of course I do. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> says the 40 year old who can't swim. <laughs> <laughs> Who's 40? No, not Shut you. Up, man. Uh, Maury, uh, your summer bucket list? Um, every year we always go blueberry picking. And so blueberries picking and sangria drinking. Right. No strawberry picking? No, because that's now. So is it? Yeah, strawberry strawberries picking is right not now. Strawberry picking is right now, according to the pick your own map. Really? And blueberries your July, August. Oh, okay. Huh. Blueberry, I imagine your fingers like get all stained up, though. Yeah, raspberries are worse. Are they? Yeah. yeah. I see. I've you? never, I've well, never look picked at me, raspberries. Look the fruit expert. Yeah, uh, listen. Uh, my summer bucket list, I don't really, I, I just like to spend as much time with my girl and my kid as I can. That's it. That's my Your thing. daughter. My daughter. Like- <laughs> what? Well, you said it made it sound like you had a side piece. Oh, my girl and my kid, I said. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Your girl and your kid. Your yeah. Girl and, your kid. My, right, and my side piece. <laughs> um, and here, let me read this. This is from Assy Gannon. Okay. Have you ever started peeing in a dream and was like, oh, no, realizing you were dreaming and then try to stop it or maybe even wet yourself? <laughs> That's a very specific <laughs> question. Also, asking for a friend. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so in a dream you're peeing, but you're peeing in real life I and you try to stop so, it? I guess so, yes. No, I can't recall if I've ever done that. I guess. Maury? No. No. When's the last time you almost peed yourself? Oh, I almost pooped myself. 
No, I did poop myself. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? And that's the wrap. That's it. Uh, Ask Razamoka every week. We're going to post at Kiss925. You'll see the picture. Ask away. You might even get a chance to join us on the podcast. And again, wherever it is you download the Razamoka Show podcast from, iOS, Google Play, wherever, uh, rate, review, and uh, keep that subscription button hit. Wow. Okay. We're done. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com or on the KISS 92.5 app.